2: They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood, like the mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. now, now, Welcome
5: to Ben and Woods. Oh,
2: the hair on my
0: neck just went <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped.
6: Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: it's Bannon Woods. Oh, I do. <laughs> we the wrong
5: do. <laughs>
0: On 97.3 The Fan. Yeah!
5: Right on Keep on doing it, I get it baby Over I'm a keep on
6: Good morning, everybody. Ben and Woods back in studio after a whiz banger of a week out at Peoria, Arizona. I need my wife to uh, stop talking about Love Is Blind in the chat. We got Pauly's distracted already in there. Not distracted. Just stay. We're trying to keep focused in here, and the entire well, all of our I list. W- I don't want to read a spoiler. Alert. I get it, but all you of got our like li- three new episodes. All of our audience is now. Responding about love is blind. I want them focused on us. Okay, the narcissists that we are. I need your attention here. All right. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. MV Paul is what I'm going to call him this morning. Absolutely saved our old crotchety asses yesterday. We'll get to get to that story in a moment. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, joins us as well. And uh, what a what a morning yesterday it was, and really what a trip. Uh, all around, one of our best, um, one of our best weeks out at spring training. I'm very proud of, of these guys here and the work they did. I want to thank both of you for stepping up at the last part of the show. Um, are you, you okay? That's I, my first question bro, this morning. I feel much better. Because I feel you feel much better great on the drive home. And I, I really thought once we get in the car and I get, if I lie down a little bit, I'll feel fine. And you guys know, I never really felt great uh, the entire trip home. This is how you know I was sick. I skipped lunch. I, yeah. I passed a we we I stopped for lunch meal. in
0: Yuma, and you just laid in the car while Polly and I went in and, and had lunch. You guys I went felt in, bad. like you guys just...
6: went and sucked down raising canes. So good, that was but good. Here, here I, was I, I've never done the full raising canes experience, and I enjoyed it. Here was the problem: every time we were driving, and Ben was a lot more chipper on the drive back than he was on the drive when I was driving. So they were talking. Every time they talked though, it seemingly was about food. And so I was in the back seat, green around the gills, laying there going, Please shut up. Please stop talking about food. I had like put Crimson Tide on uh the movie with Denzel and Gene Hackman. I was like, I, I all I'm hearing is that Ben was like, Ooh, cheesecake. Ah, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't hear food. So we pull weps. up Weps. I need I need Webs. So we pull yeah, we pull up to Raising Cane's in Yuma. and We narrowed it down to,
7: like, three different spots. Yeah. It was, all right, whatever the first... We went and got gas in Yuma. And we yeah. go, all right, the most convenient first restaurant that we drive by, that's where we're going, and it happened to be Raising Cane's. So you guys went in. I could... I, I laid in the back seat, and you guys were only
6: in. I said, take your time. I was not being a jerk about it. I said, take your time. I just don't feel good, man. And the laying in the back, you know... It was, it was, little bumpy, so I was just like, all right, man, just get through this. I grabbed a Sprite at a gas station, sipped on that a little bit. Even that didn't help. Um And I just felt like ass, man, the whole drive back. And then y'all got in the car.
0: As a parent, you're not supposed to leave people in the back seat that's dangerous <laughs> like on a hot day
6: in Arizona. We left I was, the car running. I was worried about you back there. Like, <laughs> uh-oh. I was <laughs> fine, man. I just I laid back there and was just like... I was like, I just want to get home, but these guys need to eat. I wasn't being a jerk about it at all. I said, take your time. I'm in no rush. So but when you got back in the car, the stank of raisin canes was on you. Mm. You know, and I just sat in the back, I pulled my my thing up over my nose. I was like, I, I could I don't want to throw up in this beautiful expedition that was loaned to us by our friends at Sedano Ford. That was the thing I was really worried about is vomiting in the back of a, a loner car. And so, so we did
0: have two stops before we even got to Yuma to let you out you to, to relieve yourself. It was bad. Man. You couldn't I mean, even make it to Gila Bend uh-uh. on the first stop. Had to pee
6: on the side of the road. And twice. then we were like 10 minutes <laughs> away from Yuma, and you like. No, I was, like, I was, I was holding it Yuma either. I was holding it, in, and I'm like, you're like, Polly, I got to go pee pee. So like, can you make it 15 I'm, minutes? I can't, dude. I was holding it. I was in the backseat <laughs> holding it. All right? So. <laughs> So, I don't, I don't know what it was. Let me dispel, though, any uh, rumors and people in the DMs and whatever. I was not hungover. I don't F around on, on business, Wood business. In fact, these guys, I think these guys would be the first to tell you, oh, Wood's got absolutely housed at dinner.
0: With Mike
7: Schilt. With oh, yeah. Mike Schilt, and he acted a fool,
6: we and th- then literally he blew it. Presented, these two, we
7: we made, presented the option, like, okay, we were waiting for Schilt to get there. Yep. We were probably sitting there for about five minutes in the booth, and we go, hey, what if you, like, what if we just have a great time, and he goes, hey, you guys want to take it over to the moon? And just shut that place down tonight yeah, you presented and that to me, me what did and ben i say were both like Hell, yeah we got to yes. do that if the
0: manager absolutely. wants to go out after dinner we well, got to go with him what did i say and we what's said, not a chance. I'm going back i to will Uber back to the airbnb i said
6: absolutely not and you why then if the manager wants to go shut down the moon we just suck it up tomorrow and i go you don't turn that opportunity down i said tomorrow's too big i said tomorrow's too big of a day and I We know, were all
0: very good boys on a work day. Even the skipper was the skipper was had water. <laughs> well behaved, yeah. I had
6: Sprite and water. Uh, Paulie had Diet Coke and water, tea. and Ben had hot tea. <laughs> so I was not hungover. Um, I think the sun really got to me. I think it really did. It really was roasting me and making me uncomfortable. And I drank a ton of water. Man, I drink, mean, I drink of the, my sixty-four ounce thing. I drink two or three of these bad boys a day. I was pounding water out in zone. I was pounding water at night. I didn't have one solitary drop of alcohol. My not theory one. is
0: that you can't drink any more than you already drink. so when you get to Arizona yeah. and it starts sapping <laughs> you, you're already at max. I can always up it a little bit more if
6: I need to because I don't drink as much water as you do every day. It was re- it's really strange. So I was not hungover. I would never do that. I take this too seriously, and I really like... I really take the day that we had yesterday. That was the thing. Is like I wanted to be sharp yesterday because I knew it had the potential to be a really really big day. We had some big name guests on. And listen, man, I the way I look at it is, the way I look at it is we'll have opportunities to go out and grab a beer with Mike Schilt another time. You know, and and I honestly had he said let's go let's go rage at the moon. I I would have said you guys go ahead, man. I got to go back to the room. I have to get rest. My my first host in radio beat it into me not physically but mentally has me so domed out that i must get rest to be able to do this job at a decently high level that i i've never been able to get out of my head and i guess it's a good thing at the end of the day no one on this show is going to suggest
0: that nightly or even no, weekly no, no, that no, we no, go no. out and blow it out before i mean, i'm the last person who's ever even going to think of doing that i just simply said in the very unusual right. circumstance of maybe with the manager of the San Diego Padres wants to go hang a
6: little bit late, that would be an an occasion to break your own rules. And see, I think it's a kind of a cool move to say, no thanks, Mike. We're all about business, and we've got a big show tomorrow. If you were one of his players, I think that would be a I good, think he good move. I think you would understand that. I wouldn't d-
7: want to offend him or something. Be like, what, are they not having fun? Or no, like, we're
6: having a great time. we got work. we got work and but we he did. did too and, and he did too. it didn't he happen early yes, yeah, it also. didn't happen it was awesome we did hear later though that he likes uh, he likes a martini and uh, had he ordered a martini i bet ben would have ordered a martini and i probably still would have gotten sprite uh and paulie probably still would have gotten diet coke but paulie thank you so much for uh, driving us yesterday I, I really i did want to thank you now yeah, there's two reasons why you know i was legitimately sick i like to drive I, and I always drive. I've driven us to and fro uh, fantasy camp and spring training every year. And mm-hmm. I never am like, hey, can you take a shift ever? <laughs> so when we got done with the show and I was loading stuff in the car, I was like, I don't think I can make it, man. So I laid down in the back, <laughs> Polly drove. Now, what I didn't realize, so I wake up and I look at my phone, <laughs> I look at my phone, I click on the Ben and Woods Instagram. <laughs> now, what I didn't realize, so I wake up. What was that? Oh. Uh, so I wake up and I look at the the Instagram story and I see like a flash of brown and I'm wearing a brown hoodie. I go, oh, it's, he got me and he deserves to get me because I did fall asleep in the back. What I didn't realize is <laughs> you, Ben, had also fallen asleep in the front. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> there's me. I am I am dead to the world. And then there's Ben like, Bleh. it looks like Polly is transporting two 85-year-old men to the nursing home, is what it looks like.
5: We look like we are a
6: hundred years old, dude. I was laughing, I laughed so hard. Ben is uh, Alex says
0: slumped I think that is an accurate slumped. description yes. of, of how I look Slumped. The, the oh, mouth God.
7: open like uh, I'm Dude. in the back just uh. I mean So if you've ever made that drive from Phoenix to San Diego you know that Peoria to the 85 is about 20 minutes. Yeah. It's like 15 miles. And we were still on the 10 when Woods fell asleep. We I were still out, in the man. Phoenix area. I was we had out. just gotten in the car and Woodsy was out. And then we made it to. Ben made it the Gila to the Gila Bend. The Gila Bend yeah. ben to Yuma stretches when Ben fell asleep. Woods was snoring in the background. <laughs> snoring back. I'm just sitting there cruising. I look over. I'm like. Oh God! What is happening right now? I'm I mean, we, we worked you,
0: very hard, but I can't. I mean, Polly obviously worked the hardest of all of us, right? But he's a younger man; he's and, younger, and maybe has just a little more stamina than the <sighs> two of us,
6: late forty-year-olds have at this point, bro. That be, I watched how many times did I watched that video on the drive home? Fifty. I, just, <laughs> I was, They would be driving, and they would just hear me go. <laughs> I just keep hearing. Dun, dun, dun,
5: dun. I was laughing
0: so
6: hard, man.
0: <laughs> Is he watching it again? I mean, he's so easily entertained back there. It's a video of him sleeping.
6: It was the. It was us. I couldn't get the mental image of, of. Van driver Polly driving us back to the home. And I was just, I kept thinking about it, like, All right, come on, buddy. Let's go. Wake back up, Mr. Grumpy Pants. Back up to your room. Let's... <laughs> I, I was crying laughing. I mean, it was one of the funniest
0: things ever. you got to be up early tomorrow for water aerobics. Once, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that
7: shuffleboard's not going to play itself. Then we started
6: laughing about a radio, X radio people's old folks home, <laughs> uh, filled with all the old morons in this business, and all, all of us just shuffling around thinking we're so great, thinking we're so smart, thinking that that our baseball takes somehow are the right ones, and we're all 85 years old, still hate each other, still fighting, you know, still stealing stuff from each other. I mean, I, we were crying, dude. It was such a great trip. It's always fun to go with my brothers out to Peoria and sit down and meet and, and talk to these guys, and I'll tell you, look, cheerleader, flagship, whatever, there is not one person on this roster that I am not rooting for Intensely, they were all phenomenal. Phenomenal.
7: We talked about it, um, I think on the drive home. We don't need to name names, but there have been guys that have been on this team over the years that we just didn't like. They didn't like us, we didn't like them, we never talked to them. It, it just, felt, they just it felt standoffish a little bit, they, yeah, you know, and, kind
6: of a, and better a than a better than. And I'll tell you, not a single guy in that clubhouse this year, if you read through the lines, if you if you read between the lines. Read the tea leaves. Um, I don't know how many more wins it'll translate to, guys. We've lost a lot of talent on this team, certainly. I'm rooting hard for these guys, and it's based on the conversations that we had with them. It's based on watching their interactions with each other from afar. It's based on eavesdropping on their conversations in the in their hitting groups and in their fielding groups and in their base running groups. It's based on all of that. And I know we fed you this stuff before. I fed it to you with Jace Tingler, how great he ran a camp. I was excited about it. And look, man, they made the playoffs. You know, it was a weird season, certainly. But um, I just am really, I've been really impressed with what I've seen so far. Again, to qu- qual- to qualify it. Doesn't mean a thing right now. Not one thing. But th- for us to get a chance to talk to Sugar, to talk to Profar, those were the guys that we had missed the last couple of years, and and Brett Sullivan. I mean, just the the guys that aren't the the hundred million, $300 million had dollar, three hundred million dollar good guys. day yesterday. Yeah, about sure that? Did, we're talking man. About that coming I mean, up. I was this talking morning. to
7: somebody uh, within the team about Sugar. I said we had him on. Was it Monday? Yeah, know, he was phenomenal. Phenomenal. He's a, a listener favorite now. I mean, it was our first time talking to him, and the guy goes, "Oh, he is." Beloved, Beloved in the clubhouse. in that clubhouse, man. a huge glue guy in the clubhouse. I go, I believe it I now. believe
6: it, too, dude. I believe it, too. Those are really, That's really... That's a guy you want to root for. Those are guys I want to root for. To a man. Every single one of them, man. Uh, a lot of personality. They all, they all really said the right things. They're all really focused. Again, don't know if they're going to win, you know, more than 70 games. I don't know. I wish I did. And, and I'd tell you uh, to keep the faith. And I'm going to tell you to keep the faith because I... These guys are a lot of fun, man. They really are, and it's going to be a fun team to root for. Yeah, I having think- a
0: good clubhouse is one element.
6: It's, it's one good season. You yep. also have to have, you know,
0: enough pitching to last through the course of a season. You can have the greatest clubhouse on earth.
6: If you run out of pitching, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. That's exactly and so right. You know, right man. There are
0: other questions that still need to be answered for I, the San Diego Pondes. Well, And,
6: and like, like the skipper told us, it's my job to get the most out of the guys I have. And, and I told him a quote that my son, uh, Bo, introduced to me that he learned in preschool. You get what you get and you don't throw a fit. <laughs> he, laughed, he laughed. He goes, wisdom wisdom from that young man and i said bro i've i've been using it for a while uh now i thought that's one of the best quotes i've ever had and he goes yeah that's that's pretty much how i am right now i'm gonna get what i get i'm not gonna throw a fit i'm gonna do my best to get the most out of them so it was a great trip thank you guys for being here uh and all your support all your kind words we really feel that too um, and it it really motivates us to to want to go out and crush it. So
0: now the challenge is we got to finish this week strong yeah. because it's uh, two more days left. It felt like a
7: Friday yesterday. Really we even did, did a manager's interview right. like it was Friday. That's the first thing I learned uh, from this year's trip is we went Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to go for three days next year, four days. Hell, I don't know if we're going to go out for a week. But I do know if it's a three day trip, it's going to be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Not Monday, Tuesday,
6: Wednesday. There's no question. Because I, I mean,
7: I got home last night. I was so cashed. I was like, gassed. Oh, wait, we still have another Man, show. Man, this
6: is where the discipline
0: comes in so <laughs> yeah. those next couple of days. My- so let's uh, let's let's – gear up and let's try to do
6: a good uh, four hours this morning we will we'll need you guys this morning too. want to get your calls oh, and I'd stuff like that. And, yeah. and and you know let's 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 be in this one together tonight. All right,
0: we'll uh, we'll hand out the menus uh, get you ready for what's coming up this morning when we come back first time out of the morning we'll check traffic with kelly and then be right back back in studio it is ben and woods on our spring training week continuing here on san diego's number one sports station 97.3 the fan so, as you know, next month, uh, we will celebrate six years together as a morning show. Ben and Woods and Paul all together since uh, March of 2018. March, March 27th. That, a
6: boy. that yes. was our, our
0: first ever show. Wow! But this is only the second time we've ever been together on February 29th as a show. Happy Leap Day, everybody. We had a 2020 Leap Day and now 2024 Leap Day only comes once every four years. Uh, This is the extra day, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday. I am firmly in the camp that Leap Day should be a holiday, a national holiday for everyone to take off. Once every four years, an absolute, like, it should be a blowout holiday, a party. (laughs) Like, one of those holidays that you look forward to and you don't dread. It doesn't have the you know recriminations it's simply a day for everybody to enjoy there's no remembrance there's no sad part of it you know it's not like memorial day we're not labor day it's not honoring anyone it's just a day for everybody to let loose have a great time and then get back to it on march 1st because it's an extra day that doesn't even really belong in the calendar the way that we have set it up and honestly i don't know that anyone disagrees with that take Does anyone, would anyone be mad about February 29th once every four years being a holiday? I'm never going to complain about an extra day off. Here's the problem. You know, we always think about it like February 27th every four years. Oh, that would be a great idea. And then once March 1st rolls around tomorrow and it's four years away, no one has the drive to, oh, we got to do something about this for, you know, in four years time. It's we'll, we'll forget about it. And then in 2028, it'll roll around again, and we'll all go, why didn't we make this day a holiday? Well, you (laughs) forgot about it. So, really, I think we should start tomorrow, March 1st, the drive to turn February 29th, 2028, into a massive... Raging, let's have fun holiday that everyone just has a really good time on this. Okay, some,
7: some people are working for free today. If we everyone's we working are. We are salary. Well, if you're salary, No, if, you, an if extra you're day. hourly. I
0: guess if you're hourly you're it's hours or hours yeah. and yeah. it doesn't matter. Right. But yeah, if you're a if you're a salaried like yearly employee, you have just given your employer an extra day of work for nothing today. Mm-hmm. On the house. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You're welcome, Adam. Yeah, you're welcome, Odyssey. Again. A 366th day that didn't didn't exist the last 3 years we were working here. But today it hmm. does exist.
2: Yeah,
6: extra four hours for you guys. Here you go on the house. Let's get our agent on the phone. Yeah, get him on the phone. Put it in our contract. We could have taken the day off, but would have made sense. But I didn't want to. It's going to be back. It's not had like, a lot of momentum. From we the did. Week yeah, I like to be back in studio. I love being back in studio. I do too. I yes. like. I love being in spring training, but I really love being back in the studio. If we
7: could pick this up. And take it, and with, take us. it with us. Yeah, 100%. The remote studio, studio? set up. Oh, oh, yeah. Just having to... the guys rolling through. Still,
0: yeah, be great. In a nice little like studio. in an RV, we just pull it into oh, the back there. And the awesome. studio's already set up. We just walk in in the morning. It's all ready to don't go. Give me too
7: many ideas for next year. <laughs> 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 we took a Sedano Ford Expedition this year. If we can get an RV. I'll build a freaking studio. They'll <laughs> let us do it. We we'll just have
6: to pay for it. So you guys know that. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with your idea. Today would have been nice to sleep in.
0: But all right, uh, we will uh we'll discuss a little bit. We were listening a little bit to the game as we uh, drove back. But it was a fun one for the Padres yesterday. In chicago uh were some rumors that uh, were popping up around major league baseball yesterday as well so we'll get to those uh coming up in our next segment we got our regular features now it is a throwback thursday which means we'll play some real or fake last day of the month trying to qualify someone for a trip to las vegas uh we'll honor a comedian you guys huge Huge Curb Your Enthusiasm fans. Terrible. Saw that news as we were driving back from Peoria yesterday. So uh, a shout-out to his family is certainly coming. Don't do this. Uh, We will get to uh, Sammy Spring Training in the second half of the show. It was fun to be with Sammy the last couple of days in person. Felt like you got to know him just a little bit more. It's always New new layers to peel back from Sammy as well, but it was uh, fun to have lunch with him and spend a little extra time on the road with Sammy. Tier 1 tour, I think the Cleveland Guardians are supposed to be the team today. We'll give away some more uh, Padres Spring training tickets, qualify listeners for the flyaway trip to Peoria, Arizona, last couple of days to do that as well, so hopefully it'll be a good Thursday show here on Ben and Woods on this leap day that no one should have to be working, but we haven't got that official yet, so you probably do have to work because Technically, it's just a regular Thursday for everybody yeah, today. We just call it Thursday, <laughs> just Thursday, just Thursday. All right, let's uh, let's take a time out. We'll get started. Uh, you, we've always kind of joked that <laughs> that we, there's kind of a Ben and Woods curse. Yeah. You know, we talk to a player, just have a bad game that night, whatever. Have there you, are exceptions. There, there exceptions. have been some exceptions.
7: We spoke to Joe Musgrove yep. on a Thursday. He had a no-hitter. And winner. on a Friday, he threw a no-hitter. We winner. may have
0: used a lot of our karma that day. Uh, and Maybe we've built up enough that we uh, we have some good luck coming our way again. Because uh, one of our guests yesterday had a big day yesterday as he fights for a spot on the Padres 26-man roster. We'll get to that coming up next with Benna Woods on San Diego One Sports Station 97.3 The Fam. Competition for the Padres' final two spots in the starting rotation. Heating up a little bit. I think yesterday was a big day. Today will be another critical day coming up at Padres Spring Training in Peoria, Arizona. Uh, it was also a big day for one of our guests yesterday on Ben & Woods. We'll get to that right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fam. So if you're with us right out of the shoot yesterday, it was Ben and & Woods and Paul and Brett was the uh, start of the show uh, as we opened uh, Brett Sullivan was sitting down with us, and it was our first uh, opportunity to chat with the Padres uh, catcher, you know, third catcher possibility. He's also uh, been trying out some other positions, both in the Cactus League games and on the backfields, outfield, first base. He's played third base before in his past. Uh, you know, when Manny's back, obviously that position's fairly spoken for, but if he does need any time at DH, it's possible that Brett Sullivan is fighting for that last, you know, Twenty fifth, twenty sixth spot on the Padres roster, and uh, we had a really good conversation. He was very engaging, so cool, fun to fun to get to know. And at the end, we gave him one of our Ben and Woods shirts. And Woods, I I think it was the only guy that you really said it to. You said, "I think there's some hits in that shirt." Like you said, "There's hits in there. There's hits in there." Yeah. And I thought that's a bold proclamation to give to Brett (laughs) Sullivan. Well, you know, at the start of the day, you're handing him
6: the shirt and you're basically saying, You're gonna have a good day with this shirt. We gave uh we gave two two people shirts last year. Matt Strom was one of them, and he had that massive save um in the, the N L C S or whatever it was. Closing game. Closing game. And uh we gave it to one to Skip Schumacher, and Skip Schumacher won manager of the year. So I told Brett, Hey man, there's 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 hits in there and he go, Oh, great. So went out. I don't think he was wearing it under his uniform, not that we would ask him to. Uh, be great if he did. I don't think Matt Strom was wearing his
0: necessarily
6: when he got that big save either. Skip wore his all the time. He did. All the time. So the logo, like, sweated off of his. So we had to, or do we send him a new one yet, Paulie? No. Skip, we need to get him one. He asked for one 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 recently. Um, It's medium for him. For sure. you got to show off the lats and the traps and the tries and the buys and all of it. Send two and have them give one to a Gabe Kapler, too. Will it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. would have be amazing? Just send a small. <laughs> hey, the small's for
7: Kapler. We'll talk about Gabe Kapler for a second. Just... Yeah, oh my, yeah. did, did I you miss? see yesterday's yeah. Gabe Kapler news? No, what did I miss?
0: Oh, there's a story. Oh, uh, it was one of those. Bob Melvin doing things a little bit differently than Gabe then Kapler stories, yeah. than his predecessor. And there were just some revelations about... Kapler was running a very loose ship, um, which is not always a bad thing. He no. like he he respected the players and said, "Hey, if you uh, if you're not in the game, you don't have to do what you think you need to do." And there was a lot of uh, freedom given to ball players with the San Francisco Giants. And at some point, they just felt like maybe maybe a little too loose of a ship. And the okay. revelation came out that that Gabe Kapler, his communication style isn't unusual one he you're doesn't gonna lose your mind <laughs> he does not like to have well first of all he does not like to have phone conversations with people
6: okay that's strike
0: one he also does not like to have face-to-face conversations with people he prefers to communicate via text message in even, the same even room. when the person is in the room with them say you're both in the clubhouse and you're on you know different sides he'd rather pick up his phone text you over there like 17 feet away and have you text back rather than walk over and
6: have an actual conversation with the skipper. That was the report at least. That's when when he was the manager of the Giants, he would text... Brandon Crawford, right. 15 feet away Hey, B. Craw, you're in there tonight yeah. Okay, yeah. Skip, I mean, Thanks. He could be at
7: a conference table with <laughs> his coaching staff And he would text somebody on the other end of the table
6: Well, yeah, Brandon says I feel like you guys talked about a Jock Peterson story About how bad their clubhouse was Yeah, that was the Pusoy yeah. uh, story It was nothing but Pusoy in the, the clubhouse at all times And, you know, as everybody knows You can't really let Pusoy in the clubhouse Pusoy is meant for after the game I wouldn't recommend it before the game It'll tire you out uh, you get Pusoy legs. Um, but I, I think after a game's fine. You know, if you're on a hot streak when you're playing Pusoy, you know, you don't mess with the streak. But he let them do whatever they want. He let them do whatever they want. Whatever, whenever they wanted, whenever they
0: wanted. And Bob Melvin has already, not like he was running a, a fiercely right. tight ship here in San Diego, but he's already started making them. Uh, like attend the games at spring training as as Mike Schilt is doing with Padres players.
6: Hey guys, uh, I'm gonna need you to go to work today. How about that,
0: everybody? He's also making them line up for the national anthem before the game, just as a statement to the opposing team. Like we're here, we're ready to play. It's just part of Bob's philosophy. Well, I can
6: promise you this: Skip runs a tight ship. The, every time I've talked to Skip Schumacher, he tells you know he talks about being detail-oriented. And what organization did he come from? The Cardinals organization. Where was Mike Schilt from? The Cardinals organization. The attention to detail is something that is pounded into those guys' heads from the minute they put on a uniform. So um, it, it, that that's going to be interesting. And I, I wonder how far away from the players Skip is keeping Kate Kapler. <laughs> like, Go to the, go. It's not that
0: hard. He's just uh, t- you only text them anyway, so he yeah. doesn't ever go up and talk to any of them.
6: I know. I I I like texting sometimes, and I'm sure I, I'm Paulie. You can admit it. It's fine. I call Paulie like two or three times a day, but it's because it's I true. because I like to chat with Paulie, and I feel like we get more accomplished on that in that medium than we do via text message. Now you. I, I hate calling. It's just a tough. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah 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 yeah. Oh yeah yeah I'm like, what are you do? Are you running out of yeah. a burning building right now? Why do you sound so <laughs> so panicked and feeling, like frustrated that I'm calling? Like, no, I'm just sitting
7: on my couch. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm,
6: just, I'm just driving to work. I'm like, don't you want to shoot the s a little bit? No, no, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, all right, Ben. See you later, buddy. See you in the morning,
7: Paulie. I and call if Ben. Calls me. I think oh, so oh something the world. Is dead ended. The or war. Somebody, somebody dies. Buildings I, on fire. Yeah, somebody has like... terminal <laughs> disease or something for sure. That is
6: weird, man. That is very, very strange. It is. It is. It's pretty standard, man. Like I had a guy DM me yesterday and say, well. I think all the Bob hate, Bob Melvin haters sure are justified now after hearing some of the interviews. And <laughs> guys, that's that's pretty standard. You know, that's pretty standard. Like in in really any business of like, oh, well, the guys that are gone, they were the problem. It's so much better now. We've we've done the addition by subtraction. It's standard. It's, it's always easier to blame the person who's not there anymore, than the one who's it, still it, there. It is. And don't forget, I mean, you know, as bad as last year was, that man took us to the the NLCS and beat the Dodgers and, let's not forget that at the end of the day, certainly, and he even admitted last year got away from him, you know, and he made a lot of mistakes, and so I think let's let's move on and, and you know, pull for shilty to, to get the, the, the reins and do it the right way. Back to Brett Sullivan, though,
0: uh, you know, and we learned that, that he seems to be one of those guys with a lot of energy in the clubhouse that people
6: gravitate to, Sam Levitt told us. And- well, thank you to Sammy, too, for, like, cluing us in on that, because I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't have Brett Sullivan on my list of must-talk-tos, and then when Sammy told us that. I said, "Oh, great. Maybe he's maybe he's super dynamic and wants to have some fun and uh and boy did he ever. Did he ever? He was fantastic. And you uh you, we
0: gave him the shirt. You said there's some hits in there. Uh, and lo and behold, uh he gets up in the game yesterday and uh triples uh, in his first at bat. <laughs> so great. And then hits the go ahead two run home run. That turned to be out the difference maker in a 3-1 win over the yep. Chicago White Sox good for Glendale. So good for him. Man. A good day for a guy who, as we, we mentioned with him yesterday, is left-handed, which is a <coughs> a quantity the Padres need fairly badly on this roster, a very right-handed, heavy roster. He's the third catcher, which is uh, also valuable in that you can, when you when you're a team with a designated hitter issue, and we have no idea, I mean, no idea like if they had a game tomorrow
6: like a real game
0: you know other than if Manny Machado is still DHing and can't play third but if you've got Manny at third and you know you've got Kim at, at short Kim or uh, Xander at second Jake at first got your outfield set i i don't know who the designated hitter would be in that game so when you have a catcher who can hit like Luis Camposano and you're got you're not expecting more than you know 110 115 games out of him behind the plate at most, it would be valuable to have an extra catcher around to allow Campy to perhaps get his offense into the lineup a little bit more on a day-to-day basis as a designated hitter. But you can't really do that if you only have two catchers, which makes Brett Sullivan as a third catcher but also available to play other positions um, and and be in there against right-handers a very intriguing option. Now, he's got to produce and perform, And yesterday was an incredibly fortuitous, good day for him, you know, showing Mike Schilt what he can do offensively. Good timing for, for Brett Sullivan. Talking about him, he goes out and has a big game offensively as he's trying to make one of those last roster spots.
6: Yeah, good for him, man. I, lo- I love seeing guys perform, and it's really fun when you have them on that morning. They go out and have a big, big day. Uh, but, no, I mean, I, I doubt very much it had anything to do with the shirt or our interview, but uh, I certainly will be happy to take credit for it. Uh, every single <laughs> time it happens. If it doesn't go well, I don't want the blame. Uh, so that's how that works. But. Eat, eat- Ethan Good. Salas uh, drove in the other run with a sacrifice fly when yep.
0: he came in late in the game. But I thought it was also a, a big day in terms of the pitching competition as well. You had your first uh, two guys that went three innings for the first time in the Cactus League. Matt Waldron started out uh, three very solid innings. Three, three innings, one hit, two strikeouts. He has not allowed a run so far this spring uh, when he's been out there. And uh, everyone we've talked to, Says Matt Waldron looks looks really good this spring. I mean, good enough to take one of those last two spots in the starting rotation. I would not be surprised at this point if he turns in another good effort or two. He's making a very good case that that he should be out there in the Padres starting rotation. Uh, another guy who a lot of people are saying is looking really good, exceptional control. Bob Scanlon was commenting on it earlier. Uh, in the spring is Johnny Brito, yep. who also threw three innings yesterday. He gave up one run, but his results have been good both in the games and, you know, on the, on the mounds, uh, at the Peoria Sports Complex from what everyone is seeing, speaking very highly of Johnny Brito as well. Is it possible that yesterday we saw the fourth and fifth starters for the San Diego Padres in that game against the Chicago White Sox? There's a non-zero chance that we did.
6: Yeah, very, uh, very, possible that that's going to happen Benny. Also Stephen Wilson had a scoreless frame as well, had a walk, had a K. Homer Bush Jr. uh did not get any ABs, but he was absolutely picking it out in center field. He's 22 years old. Uh if he can show a little pop, you know, down in the minor leagues, he could move quickly uh up the ranks. He looks like a stud. He is very tall, well-built and fast. Tony Gwynn Jr. was talking about his 60 time or something that is just, it's next level. So he's got the speed uh, to do it. The only, you know, if you're going to pick apart uh, anything about the game yesterday, I mean, the only hit other than Sullivan's hits was a single from Hassan Kim. So, yeah, man, a lot of guys played um matt batten was zero for three he's kind of kind of on the bubble right now as far as as making this roster there are guys that are stepping up man and i i get the feeling from the skipper is you know if you perform you're going to be on this team and there are so many open slots it's a weird weird situation for probably a lot of these guys i mean last year last year's camp like if you came in as one of those guys you're like i just need to put my work in man this roster is absolutely set san diego padres 2024 roster It feels like it's wide open. Wide open. There's best spots. There's everything. I I feel like you've
0: seen the guys who are competing for jobs. A lot of them have had good numbers in the Cactus League. It's going to make it a a tougher decision. As Mike Schilt told us, you can't simply evaluate on On spring games and performance. They look at
6: so many other things. But there
0: are certain guys that they're going to have those games as an evaluation tool because they do have to make a decision coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Other guys who you know are on the team, like Joe Musgrove, who we talked to yesterday, results matter, zero in spring. You're working on different things, um, you know, mentally maybe, you know, Joe said, Yes, I would rather yeah get, rather get, get shove get guys out and shove than not. But it's you're not going to be hugely concerned with guys who you know are on the roster. Tatis doesn't have a hit yet. Right, yeah. we all know that you know he had an exceptional offseason. He's on the hot seat, ready to go. No worries about Fernando Tatis Junior. He doesn't have to get any hits in spring training. He's in the lineup on opening day. Yeah, it's that's not yeah. a big deal. But uh the pitching side, you've had guys who have definitely stepped up who are in that competition. One guy who needs to step up and today is is probably a critical day Big for day. him, it is Pedro Avila, who uh, has struggled a little bit in his first couple of starts. And that's okay if it's your first couple of starts. You can write that off with a good a good performance today, and everyone goes, all right, he's locked in now, and he's part of this competition as well. But, you know, you put three iffy starts together in the spring, even, even managers and coaches who go, we don't evaluate on spring, are going to eventually say, yes, but compared to a Matt Waldron or a Johnny Brito, and what we've seen in those starts, how can you not go? Yeah, but we're still going with Pedro Avila. You're just not going to. So I, today, when the Padres take on the A's in Mesa, you look look for Pedro Avila, kind of a pivotal, I think, outing for him because it's getting late now. And, and a quick spring, it's it's getting late. There's only, I think, you're only going to have like two more opportunities after this before Korea. So you have a, uh, another. If he start today, it's going to be tough to to catch up to some of these other guys who have been pitching really well uh, in that competition for the Padres' final uh, starting rotation spots. And
6: I think today is the day we're also going to see Usak go make his debut. Interested to see how that goes. I think there's, you know, we talked about an adjustment period for for him. You know, I'm I'm still just kind of cross my fingers that Yuki Matsui is okay. I know we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but he's going to be a really, really big piece uh, in this bullpen. And they're going to take 31 guys over there, which means when they come back, five guys are gone, which is nuts. I mean, you get to go over to Korea and be a big leaguer, but we're also going to have to trim that down uh, from five. So these these games are important for a lot of these guys.
0: When it comes to Woosuk uh, Go, I want to be fair because, you know, Michael King – was on the backfields for a while before he got his first start, and Udarvish pitched in the, on the backfields before he got his first start earlier this week. So the fact that we haven't seen Wusak go in a game yet doesn't necessarily mean anything, but I, I, I feel like reading between the lines, there's definitely like, let's give him a little extra time to try to acclimate here and that there may be... Growing pains, yeah. Growing yeah. pains. A little less confidence, maybe, in him so far than he, what they saw from Yuki Matsui right away in terms of their signings, and and that's to be expected. Again, KBO has always been described as more of a Double A level of baseball. Uh, NPB, the Japan League, is more of a like a, a high four A somewhere between the major leagues and Triple A baseball. So, yeah, you, know, you have success in one, you have success in the other, doesn't necessarily immediately <laughs> translate. And we saw Hasan Kim have a have a. Uh, he's had a three-year adjustment period as he's gotten better and better and better, but it's it's taken a while. He wasn't a star the second he got. I mean, that first season was was long. He had some good moments. He had some struggling moments where it looked like he's never going to hit a fastball in his life. Yeah, hundred And now he can. And it took a while. Right. And I'd imagine Wussac we'll Go will have some of those same ups and downs with major league hitters as well. How the Padres are going to handle it, I don't know. Will he be in the bullpen right away at the start of the season? Does he have to be there? I I don't know the answer to that question. We'll get a little taste of what he looks like against an opposing team, though. I expected today against the, the Oakland A's, who, let's be honest, are also a kind of a quad A sort of team. You know, maybe more like a, a Korean or Japanese league team well, than an e- actual Major League Baseball team.
6: Yeah, I mean they they've won three games so far this they spring. The, the three and two, them. they got a winning record. Better than the Padres. Pot- uh, uh, better the Pot- than the Padres Pot- right now. So, um, but yeah, the, you know this is this is an opportunity for for these guys uh, to show their stuff, and I, I'm excited. You know, I, like I said, I watched a bullpen with Avila the other day, a spirited bullpen. It was not a just nice easy relax. Ruben and and him were in deep deep conversation uh about some of the 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 pitches and and you know his his activity, you could tell. I mean, it was a spirited convo. It was pretty cool to watch. Uh can't say enough good things about the work that I've seen on those backfields from Ruben and Fritzy, just from the get-go every morning, out there with a different guy every day, and they are very impressed with a lot of the arms. Estrada, Iriarte are, are names that uh, both of those guys mentioned that are are filthy. So I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited about seeing what some of these guys can do.
0: Elsewhere in the Cactus League yesterday. Yoshinobu Yamamoto. He looked pretty he good. Looked, he looked good. Pretty good. I mean, if you were hoping, like, oh, that's not going to translate over to the big leagues. That devastating splitter, that's not going to fool anyone in the major leagues. Looked like it might translate to the big leagues. Uh, Pitching Ninja was there. Everyone was talking about it. Tons of videos. Two innings, one hit, three strikeouts in his first spring start for the Dodgers. I doubt. I doubted that they paid $325 million for a guy that Ooh. they weren't sure was going to be pretty good in the big leagues, and again, spring results. But yeah, that stuff looks like it's going to play, and they're going to have a, a really good number two type starter in their rotation this year. Very so, cool. Yeah, very, Padres very, probably going to face cool. him in game two, yeah. likely
6: in Korea. Lay off the splitter, guys. Lay off, <laughs> try. Just, try yeah, play off the split. Please try. <laughs> <laughs> he did not give up a hit. It's <laughs> not. I mean, he did give up he a gave hit.
0: Up
5: hit.
6: It is. It is. It's pretty
0: nasty. Yeah. There's. Uh. <laughs> isn't been like a. A ton of, yeah, yes. Yeah, Dodgers may be in trouble here. They're, it's not looking like it's coming together sort of thing. I
6: mean, they're spinning their narrative quite well so far. They, l- they didn't lose a game finally, so that's good. Fair enough. Max Fair enough. Muncy did get hit with uh, a pitch in the hand, and x-rays were negative. And uh, so he's, you know, got a contusion on his, uh, on his little... How's that expression always confuses his, on me? On his little possum X-rays paw. were negative.
0: That that's bad. a good that's thing. News.
6: That's a good thing.
0: X-rays are positive is bad news. So X rays are negative. That's actually good news yeah. for Max Muncie. Yeah, it is. And we're not cheering for injuries.
6: No,
2: of course
0: not. We would never. Even we're too for classy. Mac- no, even too for classy. Max
6: too classy. They hate to see it happen to anybody. All right. Let's, no matter uh, who they play for. We'll
0: come back. Uh shout out to his family. We also have some real or fake <laughs> uh coming up for you, a chance to qualify for Vegas. Hour number two, Ben Woods in studio next.
6: He likes the nightlife, baby. Do you like the nightlife, baby? I mean, half half of our time is the nightlife. You can't avoid it. I don't really like the nightlife. I like the morning life and the mid-afternoon life is the life for me. These days. used to love the nightlife. Couldn't keep me inside. Can't get me out.
0: I think there's something really nice about uh, being in bed at night
6: just... Comfortable, cozy, top of on top of your sheets. If you're a serial killer, yeah, <laughs> most serial killers sleep. It's been researched on top of the sheets and the comforter. Got under last night. It was so nice to be back in my own bed. Got home yesterday. It was the, it was like your it was out of a movie. Hit the garage door, and all of a sudden I see two little munchkins running out of the house, tearing ass out, jump into my arms, both of them. Da da! It was great, and then. Five minutes in, just full heathens, both of them. <laughs> I, just, I was like, oh, this is what I missed. So good to be home. See the family yesterday It was great. I was happy to be back to my uh, my
0: my mattress maker's bed as well. Yeah, not the you. Airbnb is not the best. No, it's not. It's not. You never know what you're going to get. That's true. true. Hairs and stuff. Got kind of a Forest Gump that way. Yeah. Um. You guys, you watched a lot more Curb Your Enthusiasm than I have. I love it so much. And I saw. I heard you. Like I. Like I could hear the your stomach, like the drop yeah. in the back seat yesterday when you go. Oh no,
6: oh no! Richard Lewis died yesterday. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, what a tremendous tremendous loss. And uh, I, I came to Richard Lewis probably a little bit later. He was a stand up guy in the '80s, and uh, I, I had seen some of his stand up, and I went, oh, okay, like, whatever. It didn't. It never grabbed me like a uh, Sam Kinnison or a, a Richard Pryor or somebody like that or Eddie Murphy did when I was younger. But when he started when I got to Curb and he started making appearances I went, "Oh my god, it's a he's brilliant." I mean, beyond brilliant. Uh of a comedian and his his role in that very unscripted show. You can see the comedic genius come through and you can see the relationship that he had with, with Larry David, the creator of, of Curb and the star of the show. Now, apparently they were tight, like lifelong friends. So the funny thing is, is they were born in the same hospital, like three rooms apart. And they found that out later. They went to camp together and they hated each other from the, you
5: know, <laughs> they just did not like
6: each other and then ran into each other on the, the stand up scene you know, in the 70s and 80s and and became best friends. And my heart broke yesterday when I read the quote... Uh, from Larry David about his his dear friend Richard Lewis who passed away. Now Richard was suffering from Parkinson's disease but he actually died of a, a heart attack. So I was, it just broke my heart uh, yesterday to think about that and uh, let me find that quote for you real quick. But we got some Richard Lewis, like some of his, you we know, got one of his, his better moments. Well, this was
7: uh, recent. from this season, just a couple episodes ago on the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm and it's, it's uh, a little jarring actually about the substance of what they're talking exactly about.
8: how exactly. is this possible well, i have better news for you i'm leaving you in my will i'm tweaking it and you're in it no, no no don't don't do that it's done you're in i don't want to be in i got i have money i don't need it Give it to someone who needs it. When I die, I want you to know how much I care about you. I'm not going to keep it. I'm going to give it to charity. With my best friend. You're getting it. No, I'm it. making a Sherman statement about the
9: will right now. I'm sick of your historical references.
8: If nominated, <laughs> I will
9: not run. If bequeathed, I will not accept. Well, I'm bequeathing. Well, I'm not accepting. Well, you have to accept. <laughs> don't give it to me. Don't hurt my feelings. I'm not going to keep a penny of it. You're hurting me. <laughs> Thank you, but I don't want it. I'm giving it to you anyway,
8: pal. Oh, my God. And f*** you. <laughs>
9: I had it
6: wrong. It said, here's the quote. It said, oh. Richard and I were born three days apart in the same hospital. And for most of my life, he's been like a brother to me. He had that rare combination of being the funniest person and also the sweetest. But today he made me sob. And for that, I'll never forgive him. It's a very oh. La- Larry David-esque quote, but it just hits you right in the gut. So let's do it uh, in proper Ben Woods fashion, Paulie, if you would.
9: And I really hope we can see more unity and more peace when already things are so difficult. So, shout out to his family.
6: Great. The great Richard Lewis at 76 years old. You would see them when they would do their scenes. And they would be arguing in their scenes, but they would both be smiling as they're doing because they're, they're about to go. Like, you're, they're, the, the take is about to be over because they're about to start laughing. And I went last night, of course, my wife and I watched one of our favorite uh, episodes. when when he said, Ben, you know, the phrase from hell, like, oh, that was the date from hell or my wife from hell, whatever. Richard Lewis says that he coined that phrase, and he wants to get in. In I think it's Bartlett's. He wants to be recognized. Book of quotations. Bar- yeah. <laughs> Larry's like, are, are you? Are you? Are you sure that's? He's, me. I, I I coined that phrase, and every he goes. I never get any credit for it. And Larry has an in and thinks he can get get it in. It is just he was just such a uh, a funny guy, and it, you know it's a, the true mark too of a person and their legacy. When you see the reports coming in or the, 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 the people tweeting about him, you know what everybody said? All the old comedians said, nobody helped me more and encouraged Sucky me more tweets, yeah. in my career when I was this idiot stand-up. I didn't know what I was doing. Richard Lewis always encouraged me. People were posting um, text messages that he had sent them and, and, you know, I love you and just checking in. It was just really sweet. I, have, was a, a really I great have a minute.
0: comedy question for you. Mm. And uh, let me first, we need a, a contestant. We got real or fake coming up here in a couple of minutes. If you want to be online, uh, no one's there right now. So call 833-288-0973. Chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas coming up here in just a second. 833-288-0973. So I, I watched my first few Curb Your Enthusiasm episodes. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but... A lot of that show is ad lib. This it's they have a premise, they have a kind of an idea of where they're going, but they're making it up as you go and you can sort of see that sure. at times where things get a little slow and awkward and they're like feeling each other out. It's it's like this show more than it is like a scripted television show. Do you prefer one way or the other? Yes. Like when when something is scripted out, comedy like you can get the timing exactly right. You know exactly when it comes in for maximum effect because it's all been planned out in advance. They don't. They didn't do it that way on Curb Your Enthusiasm. It was much more spur
6: of the moment and just what we think <clears throat> of as comedy. I, I like obviously. I mean, this is how I live my life on this show. <laughs> is I, I don't. Do a whole lot of, of planning, or when we never script out things, um, so I, more I, things fall flat though when you're doing it that yeah, way as I think, well. I think so, but more things hit through the stratosphere as well. Um, you can't plan some of the moments we've had in here. You just can't. Like the when you were explaining that people are actually into S and M. I mean that I got a DM from someone in the business, and and she said to me, "I know radio bits." She was in radio. And she said, was that scripted? I go, absolutely not. I would tell you. We tried to script one thing, one, early in our career. And it was like a Sister Jean phone call. Oh my God. And it was so bad that I, I said, doubt. all right, well, we tried that. We're not doing that any, anymore. And Paul, you have that audio still. <laughs> please don't play that audio. Oh, my God. It was so bad. And I, I said, all right, well, we just need to go off the cuff. So I've always been really comfortable off the cuff instead of, of planning and plotting and scripting. Not saying I'd be great on Curb your Enthusiasm or anything, but I'd be better there than as an actor trying to deliver a comedic line, I think.
0: I think it'd be really hard when you're trying to make that show though and you do the take and it was like, that wasn't great. We got to we got to try that again. Yeah. Yeah, go I man, same premise. Let's try it again and make it funnier. This they're time. so
6: good, man. They're so good at what they do. And um, and he he and and Larry like that. What a what a twosome that is, is going to be forever missed. I forever also saw missed. Uh,
7: Cheryl Hines had a really touching tribute. She, she plays was Larry's and, wife. Yeah, on yeah as the Cheryl, ex-wife yeah. yeah, now. Spoiler she alert. She said it's uh, <laughs> picture of her and Richard Lewis. And she said he would take time to tell the people he loved what they meant to him. In yeah. between takes on Curb, he would tell me how special I was to him and how much he loved me. To be loved by Richard Lewis. Us, a true gift. I love you, Richard. You will be missed.
6: Oh, it kills me, man. He was so, so good. So good. I love you guys. You guys mean the world to me. Thanks, so, you go. Love you too. Thank you. All right, double shout out this morning. Yep.
0: All right, uh, let's, uh, it's a throwback Thursday. Let's play a little real or fake.
2: Some are here for the compelling sports talk with
0: Bennett.
2: If yeah, you can go plow through another donut. It's time for real or fake on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, tell the people what they'll win today.
0: All right, we are playing for the uh, qualification for the grand prize drawing trip to Las Vegas. Two nights at the Westgate, two tickets to Air Supply in concert, May 31st, June 1st. Coming up faster than you realize at the International Theater. Check out the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino and their newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations. Our contestant today, uh, is it John? What what What's, what's your name? Uh, John. Was it? Yeah, John. John. Oh, all right, John's there. All right, speak up, speak up. you got to, you got to be heard to win this game. You've got uh, seven questions. If you get four of them correct, you will qualify for the trip to Las Vegas. Woodsy can help you. Here is your category on real or fake. In honor of Leap Day, today's game of real or fake is all about famous leaps by Evel Knievel. I will oh. give you an obstacle. You have to tell me if it is a real jump attempted by the legendary daredevil on his motorcycle or a fake I've made up to fool you. You know anything about Evil
6: Knievel Woods? I mean, who, who of our age did not admire Evil Knievel? And it was the name Evil Knievel. was perfect. All right. Uh, a little bit. John, are you ready to play?
0: All right. Round one.
6: Start fairly simple
0: The Snake River Canyon Gorge. Real or fake, John? Yeah. That's his real. real. Idaho, 1974. Is John on an Idaho potato? Because I can barely hear him. <laughs> I heard the answer. It was correct. Okay, uh, He didn't quite make it. The parachute deployed. I think he broke uh, several bones in his body trying to do that one. Uh was one of his later jumps and didn't go that well. All right, that's one for you. Round number two, 100 rattlesnakes. Real or fake, John? Fake. That's fake? True. Yeah. Did it in Plymouth, California 1972. He that did? one is real. No, busy, <sighs> busy, yeah. busy... sorry, 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 sorry. That's all right. Sorry, sorry. He, he did, did that? One, I, I mean, on a motorcycle, I, you know, as long as you don't fall off, well, you're probably you, fine. Uh, like,
6: even if you land on them, you're like, all right, sorry.
0: Well, if they bite you, you not be happy about it at that point. You don't want to land in the pit of rattlesnakes. Not so it's in the def- pi-
6: oh, it was a rattlesnake pit. Yeah, like a rattlesnake thought like you a- had them all lined up. No. I <laughs> actually am not sure. I didn't see
0: video of it, so I don't know if it was a pit or just a line of... Like, stay still. Yeah,
6: stay <laughs> still. Don't wiggle too don't much. Move. We need
0: you as long as possible here. That is terrible. Uh, round number three. He did that one successfully? Uh, yes. Okay. He did that one successfully. <laughs> round number three. Three African elephants, real or fake, John? Fake, fake, fake. Yeah, that is fake. Do not jump, elephants. All right, that's two correct, one incorrect. Let's go to round number four. The Panama Canal, real or fake? Evil, evil, jump, John. The Panama Canal, fake, fake, fake. Right? That is fake. Okay. Yes. It's pretty. Is it pretty? It's wide enough for a ship to go through. Okay. I don't know if he could have made it or not, but he never tried it. I so. just pulled up a
6: picture. Ah, it would be a long,
0: one. Be a long well, one. He made some long jumps, he did. though, that's for sure. All right, that's three correct. You are one away from the win today. A Boeing 747 jet. Real or fake, John? Um, Did you
1: say I got a lifeline?
0: You do. You can ask Woods anytime you want. He doesn't look yes. that confident
6: here, but you can ask him. Okay, man. We're 50-50 here. A Boeing 747, obviously across it, not lengthwise, maybe. Um, It sounds fake, so I'm going to say real. I kind of know how Ben's brain works. John, your answer, (laughs) please. Real. Real. (laughs) You are wrong.
0: But you're not done yet. The game is not not Okay, we're we're all right. We're all
5: right.
0: All right, let's go to round number six. 13 sharks. Real or fake? Jump the shark. (laughs) Jump the shark. (laughs) Evil can evil live long before that expression. I think. Hmm. But, fake. fake, fake. 1977 Son in Chicago. A... Actually crashed during practice on that one. Terrifying. Oh, man. <laughs> Did I not get close. eaten by the we're shark. Right, so okay. now it comes down to the last one. Oh god. Weird. I've okay. got good news for everybody now. Here we go. Real or fake? The Caesar's Palace Fountains in Las Vegas. Real or it's fake,
2: real. John? <laughs> real. Real. Yeah, yeah It
0: real. is yes, in 1967, one of his most famous leaps. For a leap day, John, you are a winner. Congratulations. Stay on the line. Paulie will get your information during the break. We'll put you into the drawing for Las Vegas, where you, too, can go see the Caesars Palace fountains. <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, not that far away from
6: the West Gate. I don't think they'll let you jump over them. I just thought he was the coolest when I was a little kid. Thought he was just the the name. Evil Evil the... The, the the garb that he would You'll wear. You'd be surprised. Oh. I thought he was somewhat reckless <laughs> and irresponsible. <laughs> which he definitely was, hence the term daredevil. That's the that's the whole but I, I don't think I don't think I can stomach. I can't watch like tightrope walkers and stuff these days. You guys saw a hang glider yesterday. I couldn't even look. There was like two Dude. or three of them in oh, the East County. I've seen it was
0: like the ones at the cliffs at Torrey Pines, yeah. which you see during the golf tournament. We were and,
7: coming down from Alpine. But, yeah, this, this was, was like, like by I, Barona. Yeah, down by like Flynn Springs. Lakes were coming down, yep. yeah, Lakeside, yep, lake
0: Flint Springs, then. and they were like, I don't know where they were coming from or going. On the south side of the eight, <laughs> just over, just the, over freeway, the mountains, yeah.
7: just cruising over the freeway, cruising
0: eastward. I mean, I don't know the wind. I don't know how far it was going to carry them. If they were going to make it all the way to Peoria at some point, <laughs> maybe they're arriving now at spring training. Do but like you know, that. check out what the Padres are up to today. But that was a unusual sight, at least for me, in the East County on the way back. Yeah, I would not want to jump anything in a vehicle.
6: No, I'm kind of over it too. Got a lot to live for. All right, uh, we will take a timeout. Don't do this. Is coming up next. This and, is uh, uh, this is some audio. You
0: guys are going to uh, yeah. You are going to really enjoy this. Here is how I describe it: If Scott Boris had gone into, he did being actually. a defense attorney. He was. He, he, he is an attorney. He is an agent, attorney. Yeah. But like a, a criminal defense attorney, rather than a professional sports agent. This is what it might have sounded like. Coming up next on Don't Do This audio. Uh, when we return after a check of traffic, it's Ben Woods on a Thursday on 97.3 The Fam. Don't do this. I
5: got a surprise. <laughs>
2: Don't, don't do this.
0: Listen, if if I've said something bad, I mean, tell me I'm a bad boy. You know, just tell me I'm a bad boy. Why? Just why? I get the argument. You don't have to explain it to me. I'm not a moron.
6: Let me tell you why I am a dumbass. (laughs) It's
2: time for Don't Do
6: This.
7: Don't do this.
6: On 97.3 The Fan. All right, uh
0: Throwback Thursday edition of Don't Do This. It is brought to you by The Craft Taco in Serrano Valley. The Craft Taco has some of the best quality tacos in all of San Diego. Go to the com. Do this. Do it's take that. a look at their happy hour specials oh. today. crafttaco.com. Oh, I'm I'm still reading through the details. I actually saw this headline for the first time yesterday. And now uh, the big lead has some more details on the lawsuit that has been filed against uh a burgeoning DDT Hall of Famer.
6: In he's Tyreek Hill. He, there's a couple uh, about him today. There's a, a paternity scene for him. Um, there's this one. Yeah, he's 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 cruising up there. So uh, the Miami Dolphins
0: all-pro wide receiver is being sued by a British social media influencer named Sophie Hall, who alleges he broke her leg during backyard football drills. In Miami last summer. Odd? Okay. What okay. How did this happen? So here's uh this is TMZ got a hold of the lawsuit. Hall claims after she made her way to Hill's home, and I'm not not exactly sure what she was doing there yet, he asked her to participate in some football drills during a training session he was having in his backyard. Hill allegedly asked her to rush against him in a defensive line versus offensive line one-on-one style workout. It's confusing because it's Hill and Hall, and right. she's Hall, he's Hill. Right. According to Hall, she shoved the Super Bowl champion backwards. So she, like, like pushed him off the line on the drill, yeah. which caused him to be embarrassed. Mr. Hill's attitude changed, and he became angry, Hall said in her suit. Hall alleges Hill then flipped the drill around so he could rush against her, and after a couple of reps, she said Hill charged into her violently and with great force, causing her to suffer a right leg injury. Hall says she complained that she was hurt, but claims Hill downplayed the severity of the injury, telling her to just rest on a bed and ice the leg. <laughs> that is a weird story. That's an odd... That's a... That's almost a Curb Your
6: Enthusiasm it, it is. type like, it is. moment. Larry like, shows up somewhere and <laughs> has to do drills with a tight end or something. Yeah. you will be
0: fine. It's just... just yeah. uh, you, you, you rush, you try to get to the
6: quarterback, you, you'll be fine, Larry. I wonder what I mean, if you, I don't know. I don't. I wonder what the legalities are. If you say, "Yeah, let's let's," you know, we'll do a couple I mean, of reps, and you get hurt. Right? Very obviously,
0: strange. he's got to be. I mean, he's a world class athlete. She's a social media influencer. You've got to take it somewhat easy on someone like that. Yeah, if you're going to do a drill. I would imagine. And um, who knows if any of this is true? true. Someone's uh, suing for an athlete for money. You believe just about anything that comes out about Tyreek Hill at this point. That's fair so. enough.
6: But that's a weird one for sure. We told you guys back when this happened that the it was a very very crazy story in the Kansas City area. There's the Chiefs super fan known as a Chiefaholic, real name Z- uh, Xavier Babadar. He was in in uh, he was robbing banks and he robbed like seven banks and it was just this huge thing. He's such a well known member of the Chiefs kingdom and uh everyone was really shocked when they they found out it was Chief Aholic. and he pled guilty to the bank robbery charges that he faced in federal court uh Adam Schefter has been tweeting about his I mean, trial I expected like,
0: from Boltman but from right, Chief aholic like
6: I thought things were going good uh for you guys so this is the best part his attorney Matthew Merriman came down the steps of the courthouse to a uh, a very anxious media they thrust their microphones in his face and listen to how this guy describes what went down in court. From the
8: beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing. Oh. And Xavier's pocket was collapsing. (sighs) But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. Mm. Oh, my God. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier and if the Chiefs' kingdom knows anything about Aholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's because he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chiefs' kingdom. He loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Thank you, and God bless. He is a—he's a bank robber, and he's famous for being a—a a football
0: fan, right? Who robs banks? Who robs banks? Right, but the lawyer—the lawyer here is this—is incredible. He looks like um like a nerdier Alan Ruck, if yeah. that's even possible. Yes, yeah.
5: <laughs> His
6: his pocket was collapsing. Karen just nailed it. I saw someone compare this lawyer to a real-life Michael Scott. Yeah, from the office. It's absolutely Michael Scott-esque. I could not believe this when I saw this yesterday. The pocket was collapsing. The government's been blitzing. I mean, he didn't let his knee hit the ground. It was... It's next level. I think he's facing 50 years in prison. So good. Now, if you're the Chiefs fan community, do you, are you going to throw your support behind a, a bank robber? He robbed a teacher's credit union, by the way. So I'm going to say pass. Let the guy rot in prison where it took he took money
0: from poor teachers. Correct.
6: Correct. Like, come on, dude. That was real. No, is this satire? No, that was a real press <laughs> conference yesterday from that guy. It was, it's staggeringly great. I Somebody mean, says it sounds is like satire, law- but it's also real. Yeah, it did. Satire, but it's also real. It says, sounds like lawyer Ben. <laughs> I don't
0: even know that you'd go down that I road. I mean, that's Scott Boris to a T, the puns that he has. But in, I mean, that at least is, you know, we're talking about free agency in baseball. It's kind of half entertainment, <laughs> half lawyering. This is. I mean, is he a public defender? Did he get assigned this case? (laughs) And this is my ticket out of the P, the P, like to a private practice. He's a star. If I can get enough attention
6: on this case, I have no idea. He's a star. Yes, I know that they're insured, but just because they're insured doesn't mean like I can just go rob a bank. What about the teller that you stuck a gun in her face and said, I need $150,000? I mean, she's forever, you know, forever scared. That's a It's a very don't rob banks. All right? Don't do that. Even if you're, if it's insured and everyone gets their money, let's, you know. Don't do this. All
0: right, finally, a little uh, doo-doo this on a Thursday.
6: <laughs>
4: D-D-Mega-doo-doo.
0: You'll accuse me of Dodger-loving, but I, I want to congratulate Shohei Ohtani on the news this morning that he announced on social media. Shohei, to all my friends and fans throughout, I have an announcement to make. Not only have I begun a new chapter in my career with the Dodgers, but... I have also began a new life with someone from my native country of Japan, who is very special to me, and I want everyone to know I am now married. Wow! There, so the do for me the do do this is no one, no one has been better at keeping their cards close to the vest than Shohei Otani. Tough thing I mean, to the, do. The free you, agency process. When you're a global superstar, didn't even reveal the name of his dog. The guy knows how to keep those secrets. Secrets. He, uh, I mean, how do you, with the amount of attention that he gets here and in Japan, the media, the paparazzi that follow him everywhere. No idea. He went through like an entire courtship, relationship, proposal, wedding that I, I presume there were some people like he knew, like friends that came and family members that came to his wedding. And not one word slipped out about this to anyone. The guy has his... He wrapped up tight. I mean, tight. Tighter than any celebrity athlete I have ever seen. He's married. He doesn't have to wrap up anything. No, but He's I mean his, his business. He All does his not. Business. Everyone in his so circle. why you get married. Everyone in his circle, like, is bought in. No one leaks anything about Shohei Otani. That's amazing when you think about it. Well, congratulations. No I loose guess. lips on that ship. And congratulations. Maybe this will be a distraction for him. Maybe. I mean, at the same time, we're counting on Manny's newborn to be, like, the fuel, yeah. well, the MVP season.
6: That strength Dad strength is real. I've never heard of husband's strength. New, but I have heard strength? That's, that's true. Strength. That's, yeah. that's,
0: that's a good point. And that's don't and do do this for a Thursday.
6: That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan.
0: And Shohei Otani has just announced that he is also Batman. I mean, would it surprise you? He's keeping everything secret.
6: Really love Shohei Ohtani. I don't know.
0: It's just I'm 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 amazed by him. He has he has deep layers that we have not not seen yet.
10: Ben, you do a great job.
0: There it is. Let's just let's just get rid of that that one at this point. Absolutely. Take, uh, I don't ab- think so. so take I a I don't picture, think you have a that power. I, I'm am a Mike Schilt guy now. Ben, <laughs> I'm riding with Schilty at this point.
10: Ben, you do a great job.
6: Shilty Taught my uh, six-year-old, Holy shilt last can, night, and he thought we, it was the funniest thing. Next time we thing. see
0: Mike, can I get him to say, Ben, you do a great job <laughs> yeah. so we can replace it? Maybe? Well, we'll, we'll not replaceable. we'll just have them oh. both. Yeah.
6: But, yeah, let's get
0: him to Compare and, to and contrast. Yes. 100%. All right. Speaking of Scott Go Moore. Dave Roberts. Oh, God. Speak, <laughs> speaking of Scott Boris, uh, the actual Scott <laughs> Boris had a couple of uh, comments yesterday as Cody Bellinger was introduced to the Chicago Cubs, but... He still has many clients out there, he including does. Blake Snell. Uh, some some reports at what Blake Snell might might be looking for now, late in free agency. We'll, we'll get to that coming up next with Bennett Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
3: That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co.
2: Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.
0: mobilecom You can listen to Sam Levitt's podcast, Inside San Diego Baseball. Sam does so much content. So much. spring training. Paulie killed it with content. No doubt. Spring training this week as well my, for us. I was,
6: I was talking to my dad this morning, and he goes, Hey, was, uh, was Paulie okay? And I go, Yeah, why? And he goes, Well, he, like... He just kind of looked like he was staring at his computer. I go, Dad, every time we put in it, he had to go, like, (laughs) load everything we did. So he was slammed behind the scenes, like absolutely slammed, uploading stuff, you know, loading the podcast, getting the, the audio fixed. I said... Dude was working working nonstop. So, uh, yeah, he was like, oh, he goes, I didn't hear much from him. I go, dude, was buried, <laughs> buried getting stuff when up. And I wasn't, you know, clipping video, running,
7: you know,
0: running, running, was, to running get into the clubhouse. Yeah. 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 Lolly, uh, still working there. He was just uh, turning in his expense report. Have you
7: turned in yours yet? No. I have, I have.
0: not done mine yet either. I've I think we'll get to uh, it tomorrow. I,
7: yours is going to be a lot more complicated than mine. <sighs> I have so I I, mean, I ended I up I mean a lot more complicated I ended I up paying for the uh,
0: the dinner with Mike Shill. Yeah, that right. involves a guest like an outside vendor from outside the company like an entertainment expense. I'm not sure how to work that like how to mark that down on the expense report. I think but. you just add him to it. Maybe we just bring Adam in and we do this on the air Where with is him. He? Is he, that is, he this a morning? Idea. He
7: should. So, like at our 9 o'clock minutes.
0: hour today, expenses with Adam room. And the
7: we'll just go
0: item by item. And he can, if he has any objections, he can voice them right on the air. Like, why did you spend, what was that charge for at P.F. Chang's?
6: That was I'm, the lettuce wraps for an appetizer. I'm very worried about the, uh, the hotel that I, I paid for. And I don't <laughs> think that I'm going to get that money back. And I can't we've talked to that'll be a separate conversation as well with Adam about how to
0: reimburse the lost night at the Airbnb, the added three hotel rooms for the night that we couldn't sleep at the Airbnb. What the Airbnb host is going to recompensate us for.
6: Because we got that info. We got the info from
0: him. I also paid for a lunch that included Sammy Levitt. He's an employee, so I, I think I can put him on the employee expenses. But it's like $25 tops per Tell person. Tell me the company so,
7: won't pay because Mike Schultz is not a company employee.
0: I believe he's an out. So he'd be there'd be an entertainment expense. Like big executives, they have those fat expense accounts where they can take clients out to the big dinner. If the dinners, Padres
7: flagship won't treat the
0: manager I to feel dinner. like we should be fine on that one. I mean, it wasn't an extravagant dinner by any sense of the imagination. As we both said, we didn't have any alcohol, we had one appetizer that we shared among the four, four of, of us, us. <laughs> and we each got one entree. Mike Schill actually ordered some sushi as well. He did.
6: We didn't get any dessert. No it dessert? was as frugal as a PF change dinner <laughs> as you're going to get. Talk to my dad uh, this morning driving in, as I just mentioned, and and he was telling me because I, I told him I go I'm I'm have anxiety about submitting this expense report because I feel like I'm going to be on the hook for you know a lot of cash. And uh, he worked for GE for many many years, Jack Welch, the famous famous CEO. And he said one time Jack told his group. Let me worry about saving a nickel. You guys go out and try to make a dollar, okay? You guys go out and try to, to do your best, make, in our case, make great content, blah, 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 get good ratings, all that. Mine, mission accomplished. But he goes, I'll worry about saving and, a nickel. And we did. You and go now, out and try Adam's to make a dollar. His
0: job is worrying about saving the nickel. Yeah. And that's what he's also what what he's trying to do. to do.
6: Oh, mm. man. Oh, boy. <sighs>
0: So anyway, uh, Sammy Levitt's podcast on the Odyssey app. We will hear from Sam Levitt, I believe, one hour from now. Sweet. See what's going on this morning. Now that we're gone. Sweetest angel. Is there a big sigh of relief now that we're gone or does everyone miss us, uh, at Peoria this morning? Like, oh, walking by that empty table that no Ben and Woods was there. They, they like to see our smiling faces or is it, oh, they're finally gone. We don't have to, we don't have to dodge around them. Every day, you Darvish finally walked by us yesterday. Though the first two days we never saw him. Yeah, last day he actually walked by us. Gave him a shirt. Wasn't I think it was one
7: Manny was on because he goes, "That's yeah. my best this friend." That's my best yeah. friend. It was so so sweet. Like, Damn, didn't that boy pitch good yesterday? Yeah, he goes,
6: yeah. <laughs> Damn, didn't that boy pitch good? Um, Manny was amazing. Manny was absolutely incredible. My wife continues to dig in and said that he was uh, grumpy, and I just said, "Baby, he's not grumpy. Like he was not grumpy. He, you know what he was? He was intense." And he was a little bit pissed off and had some things to say. And for the first time ever, we didn't have to pull it out of him. It was the first time ever with it. Manny sat down, grabbed the mic, and said, "I got some things to say." And he brought up Peter. He brought up the disappointment. He brought up back of the baseball card. He brought up all the things they said wrong. I was. I just sat back and went, "Oh, he's on fire." He well, did our on, job very easy. He actually. was on He was on yeah. fire. Just let him go. He was so good and focused and it feels like they're so driven so we'll see how it plays out but I was just I was he really knocked usually with Manny it's like hey so tell us about this and he gives you a cliche no cliches he just hammered it yesterday it was
0: awesome did Scott Boris overplay and is continuing to overplay his hand this offseason in free agency Uh, we will get to his comments from yesterday right after this check of traffic on 97.3 the fan
6: little uh, breaking news for the San Diego Padres. Luis Patino's visa issue is resolved and he will be in camp shortly. That's according to our pals at Madfriars who quote tweeted Luis's tweet. Nos vemos pronto, Dios tomando el control. I don't know what that means, but it uh, looks like everything is good.
0: Uh, everyone else that has had visa issues, there hasn't really been any concern about falling behind, etc., with Patino, it's, he's a little behind. Yeah, I he think, is. When he gets he there. Behind. Now, um, you know, I don't think they were expecting him to be in the opening day starting rotation, but it could be someone you see at some point during the season for the San Diego Padres. Uh, you know, you need more than. You need more than 12, 13 pitchers. You're probably going to need 20, 21 over the course of the year, and and maybe Luis Patino will be one of them at some point. All right, so yesterday, uh, Cody Bellinger was uh, reintroduced. Uh, You know, he's already a Cub, but uh, went through the free agency process and landed once again with the Chicago Cubs on a three-year, $80 million deal that includes opt-outs after the first and second seasons, Uh, but not the long-term, you know, nine-figure, contract that his agent Scott Boris was uh, purported to be looking for this off season. and I was curious to see how how Scott Boris going to spend this because this is usually it's the old record setting contract deal and, and here's how we did it and well, you know what an amazing client what a great what a great decision by this team to sign my client for record amounts of cash. This was a little bit different, and you got some comments from Boris at the press conference yesterday. He said, there are variables. We have some irregularity going on in this current market. We have close to 11 teams that are spending less money than they did a year ago, in light of the fact that we have record revenues in baseball. So a little a little shot at baseball, little like big? owners, you uh you hoarding some of this money now that
6: you had been spending before? What's going well, on here? It's hurting my clients
0: this offseason.
6: I heard Chris Ello talking about it yesterday with Scravy when I was sitting in traffic driving back from Sedano Ford. Uh, I heard them say, I mean, yeah, there are the teams that have a lot of money don't have a lot of wiggle room with the luxury tax. You know, they just don't. Nobody wants to pay these exorbitant taxes. and
0: Which is what the luxury tax was designed to do by... Major League Baseball and the collective bargaining agreement yep. rein in some of the big
6: teams from spending. Now, did it work with the Mets? No, but did it work y- with the Dodgers? No. Well, they they've been able to man- manipulate it a, a little did. bit in their favor, but you know. You know. Padres
0: were obviously <laughs> an outlier last year. But they're they're, they're, they're pulling, tightening the pulling belt, pulling back yeah. like most of the other teams do to stay under the luxury tax. So,
6: in, in to Chris Ello's point, to your point, Scott Boris should have known that.
0: Well, he he claims that he he did because he was kind of asked. Well, did you misread the situation? And he of course came up with a Boris-like quote. He said, "Free agency is like turkey and a thermometer. You have to go in, see what the temperature is, evaluate it." And I guess uh, he the, the implication is they read They read the turkey thermometer and it's, go, it's a little cool in free agency right now. Maybe we should take a shorter term deal and and perhaps hit free agency again
6: next year. Bro, I feel like you left the turkey in uh, a little too long, and now it looks like the one in Christmas Vacation <laughs> uh, for some of your biggest-named clients. And I will also say, and I think Elo made this point as well, when you're talking about some of the guys that are remaining, yeah, as much as it sucks to be Blake Snell, you're like, bro, I've got two Cy Youngs. I won one last year. Uh, when you're Cody Bellinger, and you're like, I had a monster season last year. It's the up and down, right? It's not the consistent play. Matt Chapman started off so hot offensively. Now, you know what he can do with the glove. But are you going to pay a premium for a glove? And and hope that that the bat continues to stay hot. So, it, it, is it a symptom of the bad free agent market? Is it a symptom of the players being a little bit mercurial? You know,
0: what what about the rest of those free agents? Those Boris clients that are out there, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery. Uh, yeah, Montgomery's is an interesting one available. And uh, Jed Hoyer indicated that the Cubs could be done here. That set, Bellinger signing puts them right up against the two hundred and thirty seven million dollar tax threshold. So. That could be another team that you take out of the mix that doesn't want to go after a guy like Blake Snell. And the the report was yesterday that Blake Snell would be potentially interested in a a Cody Bellinger now type deal, a shorter term opt out contract uh, that gets him back to free agency with another good season or two. What are we talking?
7: Three years, 90 million? I
0: mean, like Bellinger's 30, 30, 20. I mean, identical. What if it was identical to Bellinger's 30 year, opt out 30 million a year, opt out 20 million, the third year. Here's the thing though. I, for a pitcher that is much riskier than for even a position player. And you know, it's risky for Cody Bellinger too, given that he's had some really down seasons and if he has down seasons, he's not going to be able to hit free agency and get that big contract again. But The arm injury concern with a pitcher is always much higher than it is with a position player. And if you go on a short-term deal and all of a sudden, you know, that UCL goes at some point during this year, you're not going to get free agent money. You're not going to get to, you know, opt out and hit that market again. You'll get the yeah the couple of year deals with your options but nothing anywhere near that you were hoping to get so I, it's a much riskier proposition for a pitcher to accept a bellinger
6: like deal i was actually chatting with uh, Dennis Lynn about this yesterday they were waiting for Mike schultz presser, and you know i just asked him too i said it's it's a weird market is there like there's guys out there that are 34 years old and it feels like are they done like like a, a good example is I, I don't how old is will myers now like is he just done with baseball. Not twenty six. No, no yeah, kidding. he's like like he's not the world's
7: greatest player, but with, Myers is thirty three years 33 old. Thirty
6: three years old. Brandon Belt, I believe, is thirty-four. Look that up too, Paulie. I don't want to misquote myself, but Brandon Belt is thirty-five. Thirty-five years old. There used to be a market for these guys. It feels like now. This is the new magic number in baseball 34 years old? Because a lot of teams, they've drafted well, they're developing okay, and they go, well, I pay a guy $5 bucks, when I can pay him 800000 Well, you know what that feels like? feels like football. They will always go yeah, with yeah, the yeah, younger yeah.
0: draft picks yep. over the 31, 32-year-old who are going to make more money toward what? The salary cap yep. in football. You can get more bang for your buck. Out of the younger, controllable players, keeps you under the salary cap, or in baseball's case, under the luxury tax. You have less value as you get older because you're more expensive. Even the minimum for older players gets to be more. You just and you don't know that you're going to get more out of a Will Myers than you are out of a a non-roster minimum invitee, yeah. controllable young player. If you were sure that Will Myers was going to give you a better season, Will Myers is going to give you 20 home runs. Yeah, no brainer. Sign him. Give him a million and a half. Whatever you know. Get yeah, him man. in there. But you don't know that Will is going to be better than one of these young kids that you can give an opportunity to for essentially nothing and invite to camp. And if he makes the team the absolute minimum salary, it's why would you go with the older players unless you are firmly convinced that they've got something left in the tank? And who at this point would be firmly convinced that? Will Myers has anything left in the tank? Brandon Belt is still a free agent. He had a good season last he year.
6: He's like still hitting.
0: I mean, everyone acts like, oh, Brandon Belt over there is 35. He can't, there's no way he can hit anymore. He had a good, not great, but he had a good season. Last year, and even he is is having trouble finding a job. You're seeing players now accepting non-roster invites. Uh, guys who've been in the big leagues. Uh, yesterday, it was Colton Wong. Uh, other guys who have been established big leaguers, and they're just taking an invite at this point. And maybe if I make the team, I'll make a million bucks or something.
6: Yeah, I mean, Eric Hosmer is done with baseball at what 35 years old. Not that I don't know that he had much left in the tank, uh production wise. But back in in you know back in the day. Yeah, these guys are all getting deals. You know, somebody's going to bring them to camp for leadership. For vet- Joey Votto's out of a job, I mean, it's just a, uh, it's an odd thing, man. And so I think the younger players see this and they go, "Ooh, my window that I thought I had till I was, was maybe thirty eight, f- even forty if I keep myself in shape. Those days are, are It feels like they're slipping away a little bit.
0: Ultimately, when it comes to Snell and, and Paulie, I don't want to rain on your, your parade or that of Padres fans who are thinking this. Yeah, well, this could. Bring the Padres back into the mix. Short-term, long-term deal. Either of them put the Padres over the luxury tax. One year... Twenty-five million puts the Padres over the luxury tax right now.
6: So, what if he do, uh, if he do, unless he if, does an Otani? If those no, even if he does an Otani,
0: oh, we get it's you still get charged, charged on the luxury, the, the luxury tax for what the overall value is. I guess so, I'm more just holding out if, hope
7: that AJ Preller gets a case of the efforts. If, if yeah, yeah, and, and, that's all, and that's possible. You know, they, the can, they can they yeah. can
0: they can pivot and they can change direction whenever they want, and having less risk and less long term is, I'm sure, more appealing to every team. When it would come to a Blake Snell. But if the Padres plan is really to reset the luxury tax, doesn't matter how long the contract is, and unless Blake Snell's willing to pay for, you know, eight million dollars this year, which he's not, he shouldn't be, then then he's not coming back to the Padres. We'll All see. Right. Maybe they'll pivot. The old last second pivot. That merchandise just looks too good to pass up. Fair enough. I, I want to continue this just briefly. Ah, right, yeah, we can come back. We'll reset the show, continue this conversation. Next, we've been a woods on the fans.
11: Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit Tacovas.com that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west.
8: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this
7: rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the
8: fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter.
7: And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
6: I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day the big tournament or one of the majors. We have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their are baggies today. Their bag is right now. now, now, now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck
0: just (laughs) straight up. (laughs) With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen
6: Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel.
2: Oh, my God. It's
5: Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. On 97.3 the
0: fan.
6: Yeah, you got it. All right, we are halfway home on a Thursday. Ben and Woods 973 The Fan. And you know one thing I think we're forgetting about, and I think we always forget about, is you can't the the pitcher we we say, Oh man, wouldn't it be refreshing for a, a a guy that said, you know what? I've made so much money in my career. I just want to go play where I'm wanted and loved and comfortable. I, what am I worth? Thirty? I'll sign for eight. Well, what does that do to the guys coming on the free agent market next year? It just it it happens in our business. People will will take you know no money to do this, and it screws everybody else. It really does. a precedent, yes, sets, yeah, it sets yeah. a precedent. Well, I mean, I, if I can get this guy for half, like it's just it it it's. So, they're, here's, here's they're my a fraternity.
7: Thing. We were just talking about Blake Snell. And if I try to put myself in Blake Snell's mindset, if he's going to play on a shorter contract and essentially bet on himself, have an opt out after one, and hope to have another great year and then get paid again next offseason, it puts the Padres at least at the top of the list because he is notoriously known for wanting to be comfortable, knowing his surroundings and all of the people around him. He's already missed three weeks of spring training, if he signs a, a, a two-year, three-year deal with, like, the Detroit Tigers or something, he's going to be wildly I, uncomfortable. I, I,
0: I see where you're you're, you're coming. You're, you're right. Bas- you're, you're basically right. saying if I sign a $12 million deal with the Padres, I have a better chance at signing a $150 million deal this next offseason because like I'm going to have a better season in San Diego. San
7: Diego, Tampa Bay, and, and maybe than, Seattle. <laughs> then
0: I would. I, I promise you Scott Boris isn't thinking that way. That that's the one part of this equation that never made a ton of sense to me. Blake Snell feels like the anti Scott Boris client, no doubt. That the guy who has different priorities than just wanting to squeeze every last dollar out of his deal. Everything we've known about him tells me that Scott Boris is the wrong agent for Blake Snell. Yeah, that doesn't seem like, uh, a fit. like it was for
6: Jerks and Profar, and Scott and Oven same played play. his hand on Jerks and, and Profar, and
0: I you know. And, and we don't know. So it also makes me reevaluate. Well, what is Blake Snell's priority? Right. Is it exactly what he tells us and how he acts? Or does he, like the rest of us, just want to make every possible dollar he can? And why wouldn't we go with Scott Boris? If, you, if Scott Boris said he wanted to be our agent today, sorry, Brad, just <laughs> this is a hypothetical scenario. I know your comfortability is very important to you. You've said many times, I don't want to leave San Diego. I I'm want to not be here leaving. for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm not leaving. But San if you Canada. had the opportunity to have the super agent of all super agents, he says, I can do huge things for you. I can do amazing things. But you're going to have to listen to my advice. I'm not going to take you on as a client if all you're going to do is say no to everything that I'm <laughs> suggesting. Would you accept Scott Boris as your agent? I don't think so. There you go. I don't think so. I mean, it, this, but Blake Snell did. I'm sure he knew what was what when he hired Scott Morris as his client. There's no secret. I'm sure he also wasn't
7: anticipating missing three weeks of camp and not knowing where he's going to go. How can you
0: not if Scott Morris is your agent? He's famous
7: for for having people
0: wait and wait and wait and wait to sign. He is notorious for that. It, It happened with Hosmer. It happens with so many of his clients. If Blake Snell wanted to, he could have gone with, John Boggs, any kind of any Dan kind of on, agent who would say, What's important to you, Blake? And Blake says, Well, obviously I want to get as much as possible, but I'd really like to sign here in November and get going with my new team as early as possible. You know who did that? Nick Martinez did that. Nick Martinez signed in November with the Reds. Like the first free agency. He goes, I wanted to be with the new team right away. I didn't want to wait around forever. And he signed. You can make that a priority. If you're a client, you can say that to your agent, no matter who your agent is, even if it's Scott Boris. Is Scott Boris Nick Martinez his agent? Yes, I think he yeah, is. So you can say yeah. you can say that and go, this is my priority. If you don't accept that, then don't be my agent. We can go with someone else. So Blake has certainly not laid the law down with Scott Boris again. As far I as we know, yeah.
6: well Well, he hasn't signed.
0: It was important for him to sign early. Then he didn't do it because we're well beyond the signing early stage. We're in the signing very, very late stage. I'm just holding out point.
7: hope. We talked about it on the drive home <coughs> yesterday a little bit. Uh, Tommy Pham was the other name that's still out there. And we're thinking, I don't know, I'm just throwing out a number, $8 bucks. And let's say Blake Snell wants 30 a year. We're talking $38 million. You had those two guys. All of a sudden, I think that is a team, that is a roster of guys that you know. And if everybody plays to their abilities, of course, that has to happen too on the field. Uh, unlike last year, but if if you know the regression to the mean and all that happened this year, and you added those two guys for thirty-five million dollars, forty million dollars, whatever it is, that's a team that is a second-place team potentially. Yep. that is a team that is competing for a wild card potentially this year. Right now, I, I still think they're several guys away, and those are those would be two huge additions to the team.
0: Uh, you know, it's a, it's a great argument. The if if a one player puts you over the top there's really you should almost always go after that player and you know Padres last season maybe thought Xander Bogarts was the guy that put them over the top to win a World Series here's the problem when you think the player is the guy that puts you over the top and you are wrong that's a really bad mistake Padres you know made a bad mistake when it came to their finances last year he didn't only not only put them over the top to win a World Series They didn't even make the playoffs. And if you gamble on Blake Snell and you sign him to a $28 million deal and you go over the luxury tax instead of following whatever maybe your plan was to reset because you thought he put you over the top and then you don't make the playoffs, you've set everything back another year. You have delayed your plan, everybody's getting older, and you've made another big mistake on top of the maybe mistake you made the year before. And I'm not saying Xander Bogarts was a mistake but i'm saying that if you thought he was the guy who made put you over the top to win a world series last year most clearly he was not now i'm not saying it was his fault this but is that team not- did not did not win a world series correct
7: right this is me just not being able to fully get on board with the a reset year or anything, whatever you want to call this year, getting under the luxury tax and, and, and resetting and, and hoping to and you don't you bolster have to everything in 2025. It's not the fans' job to get on board with resetting the luxury back tax. Back-to-back years of missing the playoffs you, in Manny Machado's prime, and then we're going to wait until 25, 26, 27, and then he, Xander, Joe, Darvish, all those guys, yes, we're excited about the youth movement, but all these guys that we have already invested in are just another two three years older that's a problem
0: there are baseball fans who who get into the minutia and go i can see how this will work for them long term and i'm on board with the plan of resetting but it's not your job as a fan to be i am so excited about us getting under the luxury tax this year and all the the potential promise that that could mean in the future as a fan you want as many good players you know, as possible, and you don't care what they cost. 100%. And, you know, and I hope the Padres management understands that, that, that Eric Katsenda and Eric Gruppner understand that it's not the fans' job no. to, to understand a, a their recent. their plan of being a little more fiscally responsible this year, and even the competitive benefits it may provide. We can, we can talk about it and explain those. They exist. That the Padres may be more competitive and better off for the next six years if they reset this year. And that could be a really good thing for fans. But it's not fans' job to understand that and just go, applaud your responsibility this year, Padres. You're allowed to be disappointed when your team cuts payroll by $100 million. You absolutely are. You're
7: absolutely allowed to do that. In fact, you'd be kind of weird if you... If you didn't do that a little bit, just as a like fan. you said, if you invest in one player to, that you think will put you over the edge and you don't make the playoffs, that's a huge blow to the franchise for another year. It's the same likelihood that we're putting all our eggs in these young guys that don't amount to anything in two years and then where are we at now yeah
6: where are you at then it's it's that's the that's, that's also an option i hope it doesn't happen but that the, is an option that's the needle threading you know that we talked about you have to you have to thread the needle you cannot come out this year we told Schultz to his face at dinner this team's got to be competitive they have to be the fan the fan base got a taste You can't take it away from them. You need to give it back to them after last year. Um, You cannot, cannot, and no one's going to cheer for a reset, and nor should you, nor should you.
0: I just got one of the uh, all-timers when it comes to PR interview pitches. Can I share it with you? Absolutely. So, uh, Ben, would you like to interview one of the editors of Lawn Love magazine? Okay. Okay about how San Diego is the ninth best city in America for barnyard-themed weddings. That is. <laughs> get
2: them on, the, get them on the line.
0: Would you want to get them on the no, So, uh, no, bar- on barns the line. now match home. traditional banquet halls and venue popularity. So, which cities are best for couples looking to get hitched in a rustic barn setting? And San Diego ranks ninth, just ahead of L.A. Beat L.A. on rustic barnyard weddings. I only bring this up because it's ridiculous, because so many of these pitches I, I have, but... You could end up with, like, you know, cows mooing or, like, birds, like, tweeting throughout the entire wedding, Apparently, distracting you the entire time.
6: So I didn't <laughs> notice at, uh when we were out at spring training, I did not notice the birds, really. I usually do. Now... There was a guy with a leaf blower every morning. I noticed that. It was very loud. I was hoping. Usually to... before the show. Before the show. Yeah. Uh, but our our beloved Tier 1 Trang uh, tweeted yesterday. She said, from Ben and Woods this morning to Jesse and Tony, sounds sounds like they're all broadcasting from a rainforest cafe. Dude. And I was like, well, there were some birds there. I heard them when we were off. My, I didn't hear them on the air. I heard them. They were there. There was. Oh, they, yeah.
0: they, they hung around. Cause, well, it's the... The table, the picnic tables are where they eat, so right. food gets dropped. Birds love being around there. They can I mean, pick fine. up scraps. So, right yeah. from our open but,
6: but what it did was it made Mrs. Woods revisit something that I thought we had squashed uh, a couple of weeks ago. She came home. She and Taylor went out to run errands. I was home with Bo. And she said, oh, my God, look at this picture. And she sh- holds up her phone and shows me this picture of a bird. And they went to the pet store. Or like Petco or something. And they looked at birds. And I said, no. And she said, please. And I go, Hannah, absolutely not. And she said, please. We had birds growing up. And I said, I don't care. We're not getting a bird. We have three cats. We have two small children. And our mother dropped off this Pomeranian about six months ago. And I don't think she's ever coming back for uh, her. So we have that, that dog as well. I go, I don't want a bird. Why? Because for me, it's because of the noise. I don't want to hear in my home a bird chirping or squawking. It's, and sh- so she didn't say anything. And then she now, t- tweeted now yesterday. you know
0: that I believe that birds do most of their squawking and chirping in the morning hours when you're not going to be there. Well, I'm there on the
6: weekends. What if I'm asleep and I'm trying to get some rest and there's a bird in my home? If a bird flew in your house, you'd try to get it out. You wouldn't feed it. <laughs> It's yes. not supposed to be there. Correct. It's not supposed to be there. Birds are meant to be out and about. Unless you're Brooksy at Shawshank Redemption. Unless you're Brooksy at Shawshank. <coughs> you feed Jay. Imagine. I'm lying. Huh? I... She tweeted it. But he's so cute. And I said, Hannah, we're not getting a bird, so quit asking. It's not, a, it's, it's, it's not, a, it's not happening. You know I hate excess I, noise. I, I, I want, hate. I it.
0: want to be on Hannah's side here. Pets are healthy and good for the kids and to learn. But, Paula, you're making a strong argument right now. Imagine against, against you're just at home, the
6: bird in the home trying to get some work done. You're reading a book. I, I told her in threat. I go. If you get a bird, I'm moving out. I'm moving out of our home. <laughs>
7: Now you could, if you got a parent, you could train it to like at least say cool things. I don't oh. care.
6: I've got two oh. kids that I can train to say whatever I want.
0: Like a mina bird, or, or do those talk? I don't know. You can have mina machado, and you can teach him to say cool phrases.
6: I mean, that, that's that. I'll admit the allure of teaching them to say curse words and stuff is fun. But I already do that with my kids. They already know all They're your bad birds. Words. They're my birds. I have them. And they're little humans. And so I've, you've
0: got your little repeating parrots. I've already. chosen. I've <laughs>
6: chosen to have them in their lives and to be their father. Also, how about if the bird gets out of its cage and comes and pecks your eyes out in the middle of the night? How about that for one? Well, I mean, you're taking care of them. Why would they
0: peck your eyes out? You're a the provider.
6: Feral, weird animals that aren't what supposed to be in a cage. What if the cat eats the bird? That's that's the other thing. You don't get got a canary. Cats. You don't want the cat that ate the canary, bro. I'm telling you, I'm gonna lose. I will. I will. I won't divorce her, but I will move out until the bird is dead. (laughs) I can't do it,
7: dude. And now I picture yourself. You're at your home. You wake up in the morning. (laughs) Walk into the living room. Hello, hello, Mina Machado. (laughs) Ah, You're the show, bitch. (laughs) No, that's pretty cool. Go to hell, pro sports.
6: It's a little Ben Bird. Ah, I like squirts. Ah. Jake Cronenworth That's
5: oh. pretty good. Oh. Oh.
6: Holy crap! All right, if I can teach a bird to say "Do the Show, bitch," it's pretty good, I guess. I don't. I I just told her. I said, "I'm." Do ah, the show,
5: bitch. <laughs> stupid i love it i said i
6: said if you came home with another cat i'm in i love them they're so sweet they take they're no maintenance at all they're so fun to play with and they bat bat you around and cuddle on you it's great it's great dogs fine whatever i got to draw the line at the bird i have to there's already my next door neighbor already runs his leaf blower for 16 hours a day at least i'm like what are you blowing what is there possibly to blow? <laughs> all day long. It never stops. Might as well get a pet leaf blower. <laughs> and we just leave it on in the house at all times. <laughs> and I, I swear to God, man. I'm going to start walking around with, with earplugs in. Um, it's, uh, I told her, I said, if you do it, I'm out. I'll pack a bag that night. And when you get rid of him, I'll come home. It is Unbelievable. Oh. Unbelievable. We got another stop in our uh, Tier
0: 1 tour coming up. I think we've done the bird teams. We did the Orioles, the Blue Jays, Cardinals. Cardinals.
9: I like a good thin pancake.
6: Uh, I just got light
0: Well, we'll do the Pittsburgh Pirates. They're famous for having birds usually on their shoulders, right? Yeah, Pirates. (laughs) That's that's as pet bird as we're going to get in our Tier 1 tour. Coming up next after a check of traffic, it is Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fam.
6: Before we, uh, you know, slam the truck into drive here, the Ben bus, as it were, Polly does want a cracker.
5: Yeah. Polly, um, you want
6: a cracker? Oh, God. Josh Coral, our beloved uh, tier one from Dallas, here in Dallas, says, I got a bird when I was a kid. I brought it home. Went straight to my room. I let it out. It immediately flew into the bedroom fan that I left on and died. <laughs> Didn't get another one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sad. Had it for five <laughs> minutes, dude. <laughs> the fly. Maybe you're
0: worried a little too much about this bird. It also sounds really right. it's Like, Yeah, it's terrible.
6: Just, Mom! Mom, <laughs> Mom! We've got a problem. Hannah?
0: Go ahead and get your bird. I'll be at Home Depot picking up a fan. Fans everywhere in my house.
6: The big windmill fans that are out in the desert just everywhere throughout the house. It's so stupid. Oh. It's not happening. Oh. Uh, quit,
0: quit
5: asking.
6: <laughs> quit asking. It's not happening. All right. Uh, we're on our Tier 1 tour. We're playing
0: a little catch-up here. The Pittsburgh Pirates mm. in the spotlight last season. 76-86. and 86. Not horrible. Fourth place finish. In the uh, the National League Central, and still never a team that feels like they're ready to make the jump. Make the jump, though. <laughs> I mean, great some great players, great obviously, players, and man, uh, Brian Reynolds, Brian Hayes, Andrew McCutcheon still there. You know, veterans back again on another free agent deal uh, with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Seems to belong in that uniform. I don't know how much production they can expect out of him at this point. Uh, you got, uh, Jack Sawinski is back as well. They added a couple of other pieces in, uh, Rowdy Telez and Edward Olivares, uh, former Padre, if I'm not mistaken, to their lineup. But it's not, you know, quaking in your boots sort of thing. And O'Neill Cruz, obviously, uh, leading off as the, uh, as the table setter, uh, for them is, uh, is an exciting player to keep an eye on.
6: The projections for some of these guys are, I mean, uh, you know, they got O'Neal Cruz hitting 23 bombs, Brian Reynolds hitting 23, Sawinski hitting 23. Uh, Everybody in the starting lineup in double... Double digits, Benny. What? Where, where it gets a little bit uh, interesting is they're they're starting pitching now. They got Mitch Keller at the top of their rotation. They just extended him. He's really, really beyond
0: that, really though. Good. It's it's we've done a few of these teams now, and this may be the most anonymous looking rotation of all of them Martin so far. Martin
6: Perez, Marco Gonzalez, Luis L. Ortiz, and Bailey Falter, uh, and then the bullpen. Oh they, Luis L. Ortiz, yeah, Luis okay. L. Ortiz, uh, David David Bednar at the back end of the bullpen. Um, and your setup man is now Raulds Chapman. They went out and spent, I think, twelve million dollars on him. He'll be uh, a, a cardinal or something in
10: July. Who everyone
0: him, said, yeah, they're going to sign him and then they're going to trade him at the deadline. Yep. And they're not because they're not going to be in contention again. It's just a rinse and repeat cycle for the Pittsburgh Pirates. They
6: have been under massive scrutiny in the off season, um, talking about their owner Bob Nutting. Their owner's name is Bob Nutting, and. Um, he just the way that he runs the business is just not good. Think about how poorly they've finished, and think about how some of the draft picks they've had. Now they they have absolutely uh, hit on one in, in in Paul Skeens, and and he's a guy. We think, I mean, well, we, we think, think. There, yeah. There's nobody's right. guaranteed certainly, but. He, he is a guy. He's a, he's a stud. He's a stud. And he is a pitcher. Thank you very much. Yeah, starting pitcher. And they're going to be working him through the minors. And uh, it'll be interesting to see when he makes his debut. But he's a worker. He throws really hard. He is an electric pitcher. Uh, I would like to say that the future is bright in Pittsburgh, Penny. But it's kind of felt that it's been bright there for a few years. But I don't think they're going to be horrendous.
0: It's... Um It's sad because I remember growing up that the Pittsburgh Pirates were usually a feared team in the National League, like a historic, respected franchise. But, you know, honestly, like my kids' entire lives, the Pittsburgh Pirates have been the... The back end, the butt of the joke usually as a team. And they've never been able to really break out of that cycle with anything to, to really excite their fans in, in a while. A player or two here or there and then, the, then they're gone. Um, they got a beautiful ballpark that seems like it just goes to waste every year that never gets to host a playoff game. Uh, it's kind of one of the sadder organizations to me in baseball right now.
6: Nobody uh, in the chat says Skeens first. Jackson Holiday today at 10.05 a.m., by the way. That will be fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, Jackson Holiday expected to make the their roster, I think, with the Baltimore Orioles. And uh, Skeens on the bump for the Pirates. It's going to be fun uh, to watch their progression. Two of the young bright young stars in baseball. Uh, two guys that I, I really like watching uh, from what I've seen. We said early on our show that we wanted some Tier 1 participation patient I, I see adam is calling
0: in i'm not sure why the adam not the adam we saw the adam here and he's going to join us for expense report talk At in our final five. hour oh no he's oh, gone
6: now. Just lost. Oh. all right cool that's that good cool to talk sorry adam. That's,
0: that's why we don't do that very often
6: we got a lineup out if you're ready yeah we would i would love that lineup that was perfect good okay. timing thank uh, you thank you mike schilt for saving me there with a the lineup back in center field today Leading off is Jackson Merrill playing shortstop. Is our a, new center fielder? I, I'd say so. Tyler Wade playing shortstop. Luis Campisano behind the dish in the three hole. This is at the A's in Mesa. Correct. Correct. Today? Yeah. Uh, designated hitter is Kyle Higashioka in right field. Local man Cal Mitchell. You got uh, Eggy Rosario at third base. First base, you've got Johnson in left field. Uh, who's that? Uh, Bryce, Bryce Johnson, Johnson I and then at second base, McCoy is Mason McCoy. Mason, and then uh, on the bump is Pedro Avila and Sam Levitt, who we will be talking to when uh, at nine o'clock nine now o'clock.
0: because uh, Mike Schilt is doing his uh, newser here in about fifteen minutes. So we're going get him after to see if there's any SHILTY news this morning, and you know maybe he'll ask him. You miss the guys now that they're gone. I don't. I,
6: don't, I mean,
0: I oh, don't. They don't need to do that. That's, that's fine. fine. We got enough attention. Um, yeah, this is one of those road lineups that. You know, it's not it's bad. Not,
6: I mean it's not terrible. It's not
0: entirely major league representative of the San Diego Padres in this game. Uh but, you know, it's a long bus ride. It's the one that the the veterans least like to take. A the A's Park, which is the Cubs old park at Hoho Cam, is literally the furthest one away from the Peoria sports complex. If it's if there's traffic, you're looking at almost an hour on that drive and maybe even more back, you know, at four <laughs> o'clock when it's rush hour coming in Phoenix. So You will uh, defer to veterans generally and say, you don't have to make this bus ride and spend your entire day crossing Phoenix and back uh, to play five innings of a game against the Oakland A's who are Barely a major league team to begin with.
6: Tammy Levitt tweeted about an hour ago pitchers scheduled to appear today for the Padres against the A's Pedro Avila, as we mentioned, the starter, Eniel De Los Santos, Logan Gillespie, Matt Festa, Adrian Morihon, Usak Go, and Kevin Copps.
0: Pitchers have a little less leeway when it comes to it because they got to get their work on the days that they're supposed to get their work, and this is the day that they're appearing in a Cactus League game. Then you got to get on the bus to Mesa and you got to make the ride. So Pedro Avila will be out there. Eniel De Los Santos. Uh, I did not see his last appearance. He was, uh, I'm trying to remember how he did in his first time out. I feel like he gave up a run maybe in his first uh, relief appearance for the Padres. But, I, think he, I feel like he did too. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, a lot of guys are competing for those kind of seventh, eighth inning type roles. And, and I'm curious to see how that's going to kind of play out for Mike Schilt to, uh, when we get to the season. All right, uh, Paulie is going to, since uh, Mike Schilt is going next and then Sammy's going to bump back to nine, we'll bump up the Rindle report and get some headlines from Paulie, who uh, really didn't have a Rindle report while we were busy
6: out there in Peoria with all the guests. So. I told him this morning, I'm so ready for a Rindle report for anything other than, you know, who's going to be in the <laughs> lineup today battles. and position battles. <laughs> like, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. My, that, my brain uh, needs it. Take our detour to the
0: Rindle Report. Coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3
6: The Fan. I think we uh, we missed an opportunity. We may have to bring it back at some point, but my, my DMs are blowing up with bird stories. <laughs> many, many people have lots of, of bird horror stories. Well, call story. it now, 833-288-0973. <laughs> you
0: can I get online hear- during our Rindle Report, and we should have a few minutes on the, uh, the back end here. Sure. If you have uh, owned a pet bird... And have um, maybe cautionary tales. I mean, if you just had a pet bird for 20 years, and it was, it was awesome. great. Right. I,
6: don't, I don't know if that's a, necessarily a radio story. but Will you tell your mom, if she's listening, that if there's a bird in my house, I'm coming to the Corona Cave and I'm going to live there until the bird is dead? <laughs> it could be, from what I hear, they live 20, 30 years, so I could be like their Kato Kalen living in the Corona cave at your parents' house where we used to broadcast during COVID.
0: You'll have to bequeath the bird to someone in your will because the bird lived for so long. That's
6: exactly right. That's exactly right. So um, just so she don't, knows don't and don't your dad me, knows.
0: I'll, I'll do a Larry David here. I... I Deny the bequeath of yeah, the bird. Yeah,
6: 100%. I don't right, want to know. So bird.
0: if you have bird stories, please join us. 833 288 973 We'll get to you right after Rindle Report, which comes right after Traffic here on 973 The Fam. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh of boy. The Rindle Report.
2: Now, tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to The Rindle Report. With Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul.
7: All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you
10: laughing, beyond
7: It's the Rindle Report.
10: Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you?
2: On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless
0: the
10: mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can
9: I get a hoia?
5: Oh, yeah. I'll- All right.
10: All right. All
7: right. Gentlemen, we will uh, start off with something from the NFL here. So I think this has only happened a a couple of times now, but the NFL Players Association, they released the results of their team report cards. This was fascinating. Uh, 1,700 players were handed a survey and the categories included... Uh, family treatment, food and nutrition, training room and training staff, your locker room, team travel, head coach and ownership. Here's uh, one thing I know. You can't be a championship organization
0: unless you <laughs> you score highly you on A-plus. the behind the behind the scenes
7: stuff to right? keep players happy, right? Got to be A+. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Um some surprises and both good and bad. So we'll start at the top. The number one top-ranked team, according to the Players Association, was the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Uh, Steven Ross, the league's highest-graded owner with a near-perfect score. Wow. State-of-the-art facilities, et cetera. They're followed by the Peter Vikings. They would have done very well in an oh, owner yeah. survey among <laughs> for players. I like promise sure. oh, yeah. you that. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, doesn't necessarily translate to being great on the field. Correct. But those are just the results. From the Players Association, then you scroll all the way down. We're going through the middle of the teams here. Uh, no surprises here, as we well, one big surprise. But at number thirty, uh, the LA Chargers. There's only thirty-two teams. They came in at number thirty. Ooh, is, shocker! <laughs> the Chargers are close to finishing a new practice facility, and the hope is that once the new complex opens, grades will improve. The team's food ranks last in taste and freshness, and players would like to be more efficient. During travel, which is not good. And then uh, the worst rated team, absolutely no surprise here, the Washington Commanders. But the, you know interesting, ownership,
6: the interesting part is the 31st ranked team.
7: Yeah. Who Very won, who won the Super Bowl? The freaking Kansas City Chiefs are at 31. Now, they had the highest rated coach in the okay, NFL, Andy, Andy Reid. Yep. And I can't really see any discretion. That seems totally fair. Sure. But uh, beyond that, players identify major issues in quality of care, out-of-date facilities, and owner Clark Hunt, who ranks as the least willing to invest among all owners.
0: So it just goes to show you that if you can get one thing right as an owner, it's hire the right coach, and you can do pretty much everything else wrong, and you'll still be okay. Let's do uh, Odyssey. <laughs> What's the categories? You got? Oh, let's see. Uh, Their categories: treatment of families. Uh, good, fine. A plus. Mm-hmm. Food cafeteria. It's F, <laughs> D minus. I mean, they have the yeah. It's it, it, there's nothing in it. It's pretty empty right now. Yeah, but sometimes you know, Michael brings bagels, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, and they have that omelet day. I know that didn't go well for you, <laughs> but omelet. I liked my omelet.
7: I got poisoned. <laughs> Nutritionist, dietitian. F, F. This is training room and staff. Would the equivalent be our engineer department? Our engineer department an A. An a? An a. Oh, that's an, an a. a.
6: plus. Phenomenal.
0: Locker room.
7: Well, I mean, we are getting a locker,
0: apparently. We are. Finally, to put a locker our stuff out there. In. Yep. We don't really have
6: a locker room. This would be kind of our locker room. But you do,
0: a uh, so weight room. we do have a, um, a gym downstairs that you use. I've never really used it. Yeah, that it's other pretty good. I'd, I'd, it's give okay. it a, I'd give it a C. One unfortunate photo, so I'd give it probably more of a D. Well, training staff. It. Would that be like you know, Adam, Adam is our training staff? Or would he be our head coach? Ooh, he's our head coach. coach. B plus.
7: -plus. (laughs) 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 Ownership would be like Michael Michael. and and Odyssey. Right.
0: A plus.
6: You kiss ass. (laughs) Yeah. Anything else? Facilities? Like the overall. The studio's beautiful. Studio's dirty, but I mean it's.
0: I love the Fuck we that, got yeah. windows. We're on the sixth floor. Yeah. Most radio station compared to our last oh radio station, God. which was a card table in a dank room, doo doo on the <laughs> carpets <laughs> and stuff, carpets hadn't been cleaned. And they were like years. the Kansas City Chiefs of organizations. We're like the Miami Dolphins here. Fair enough. In our penthouse, yes, beautiful, <laughs> very good,
7: very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the NBA. I'm just doing this because, well, oh. Ben at least he stayed awake in. for most of the drive home yesterday with me. He was, came was asleep in. for most of the drive home. He came in this morning <laughs> just so
6: hot and bothered about his beloved Lakers. Holy cow. I had a
0: bonding experience last night with my son. Who is a Clippers fan? I am a Lakers fan, and we don't have a lot of opportunities to go head to head. He cheers for the Padres, cheers for most of the teams I do, but not in the basketball world. So we had a big game last night. Lakers was feeling very good for most of that game as the Clippers (laughs) built a double digit lead, extended it out to 21. I was thinking they're going to take out LeBron. This is going to turn into an absolute train wreck of a finish for the Lakers tonight. But that is not all they.
10: No, not the
7: uh, Largest fourth quarter comeback in LeBron James's entire 21 year career. They were down 21 points in the fourth quarter yesterday, and LeBron single handedly outscored the Clippers in the fourth he quarter was alone.
0: Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, he- the guy is almost. 40 years old, and he was looking like a 25-year-old out there. The Clippers scored 16
7: points in the fourth quarter. LeBron scored 19.
0: He was hitting, I mean, every three, he was getting into other guys, he was just running everything. It was as vintage, like, it makes you wonder, because there's been speculation, like, LeBron maybe one more season, he's going to retire. Looked like a guy who could play another 15 years in the NBA, the way he was playing last night. He is a freak, he is one of the freakiest freaks that have ever played pro sports. The fact that he has been this good this long and can still do that against like a really good a Clippers, the Clippers team is really good. They've got like championship aspirations.
7: How many finals has he been to? Like nine? Oh, with all the teams, because that's yeah, something. I mean, that's like an extra like three more years months than not of en- basketball. More years every than year. not,
0: he ends up in the NBA
7: finals. Right. So that's an extra three months of basketball every time he goes to the finals, compared to teams that don't make the playoffs. He's like added like an extra like four years. Yeah, I mean, he's
0: already scored the most points in the regular season in NBA history, plus all the playoff mileage that he's got on him. You would have thought he would have broken down years ago, but he still goes. All right. that's just fascinating by this conversation. I'm sure Dave Roberts is elated.
7: <laughs> All right. And then uh, finally, just got some news you can use here on Leap Day. We talked about it earlier in the show. It is Leap Day. February 29th happens every four years. And uh, some fast food restaurants are offering some deals today. Ooh. We'll start with uh, our beloved Mike Schultz' favorite place. Chipotle. Chipotle. They're offering that's our skipper. Free everybody. guacamole today.
0: Free guac, they, they love okay. the free guacamole bit on special days, don't they? Yeah, they No do. special
7: reason other than it's leap day. Free guacamole with your order. Do uh, you guys say guac-a-mole, guacamole or guacamole? Guacamole. You say guacamole. I just,
6: Who says guacamole? I think people that know how to say guacamole. I know, but we're American. <laughs> it's guac. <laughs> what is, yeah, they
0: you, you guac. shorten
6: it guac.
0: You can't guac. shorten it to. I'm gonna have some guac. Guac. <laughs> uh, if you are Blake Snell,
7: guac a lot of batters last year. <laughs> He didn't guac a lot of <laughs> batters. <laughs> he <All right>. guac. <laughs> uh, Taco Bell is offering a crunch wrap for $2.29. You have to use their app. Is that a good deal? You've to be I've, a rewards I member. Yeah. just a crunch
0: deal. wrap in a while. It's probably a good probably. deal. Feels yeah. like the right price for a crunch wrap. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's 2, fine. 2, I know there's been some two twenty nine.
7: Yeah. 7 uh, Eleven is offering customers any combination of five, same price of $2.29. Okay. Wings 7 Eleven. Cooters is offering their Cooters, loyalty members ben. appetizers. Are certain you a appetizers. loyalty member? Certain Cooters? appetizers. It just a select appetizer. Not the, uh, not whole the wings,
0: though? They, I mean, they're seeding that to 7 today. I don't know, man. I don't know. Is it potato skins? Is it mozzarella sticks? What are we talking
7: about here? There's I'll a find big out difference. and let you know. Are you are you planning on going to Hooters? No, today? yeah. Were you know. heading to Hooters so. anyway? So relax. <laughs> Krispy Kreme is Hooter. offering a, if you were born, if you're a leap baby and born on February 29th, then you can get a free
0: donut. So there's a one. Okay, so there's a one in one three hundred and sixty five chance that you're born on any given day of the year. But multiply that by four. <laughs> Great <laughs> offer. You got one and out of every. Twelve hundred people in the world that is born on Getting a leap year day.
6: Wendy's is offering free Cinnabon pull-aparts. Speaking Today, of Wendy's, you guys, we were at spring training and we missed the whole Wendy's hubbub. Did you see what happened? Surge pricing. Surge Wendy's? pricing. Yeah. I, and they have they been it. bullied out of it. They, did, they, did, they were going to do it like an Uber. Then they <laughs> yes, like what, what? What's the surge
0: like at lunchtime? Apparently, <laughs> the <shirt, laughs> like, 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 like if there's a line at Wendy's. Your burger is now nine dollars. You're like, ah, oh, just
6: it just went up. If
0: you go at like three thirty in the afternoon, no one's there. Ninety nine cents, crazy. A restaurant doing surge price. This is this is going to happen more often. It's due to uh, AI that you can have algorithms that are going to maximize the Ugh. way that every company can make more money. Because they'll figure out, oh, people will pay a little bit more at these times, so you better start charging I them more at these times. Pricing, so much. Flex, yeah,
6: the surge pricing. I mean, for an sports Uber.
0: teams do it. Obviously, yeah, that it sucks. Yeah. used to be back in the day. A ticket cost what a ticket cost. Hey, it's $27 for a field-level ticket for a Padres game. Didn't matter if the Yankees were in town or the Dodgers were in town or if it right. was a Saturday or a Tuesday. That's simply what that seat costs. Like, now, of course— those
7: 69, Section 100 should cost whatever it costs, regardless of who's playing. Now, of course, teams have
0: gotten wise that people will pay much more for certain opponents and certain dates and giveaway days, so— Tickets are then priced accordingly, much bigger. And other days, you know, it's a Wednesday night. There's no giveaway. The Oakland A's are in town. They will charge less on their prices because they're trying to maximize their revenue. Why wouldn't a fast food joint think, hey, we can get it on this too? At the same time, we charge more when
6: it's busy. We got uh, captive customers. That's that's the way it goes. Uh, Netflix is raising their prices again. Again, I got to bang it. I have to. I'm, I'm gonna take a stand. Not gonna be able to watch Love Is Blind. I, I'm like the. I'm, I'm really. You know how I feel about shows like that. But man, I feel like I'm missing out on this. Yeah, you
7: are. I feel it's, like it's, I don't. I don't know if it's good or if it's so bad that it's good. So is it blind people? No. It's they start off in pods. Men live on one side. Women live on one side. I think it's like two weeks. Are they on an island? No, they're in like a warehouse type <laughs> living situation. A and you go into a pod and you are talking to a potential mate so through a wall.
6: So it's like the, what was the old game? Was it the dating game where you couldn't see them? Yeah. Yeah. No, they're
7: behind that, the screen. You I get to know time. them and you can schedule yeah. like, hey, I'd love to talk to you again tomorrow. And it's like blind dates. And then you develop connections and the way out to successfully move on is you have to get engaged to somebody sight unseen. Engaged sight unseen. Come the, on. This is the
0: exact opposite of there's the British show on HBO Go called Naked Attraction, right. which they meet completely <laughs> naked. That's for the from first the time. Head down. Yeah, you, you just all you see is yeah, you oh, see body. Yeah, you only you see body. S- you yeah. see their entire naked body <laughs> first before you make a decision on who you want to date. And they show everything on because it's HBO. So you, Have you seen this? I saw it once, yeah. How was Naked it? Naked Attraction. How did the people look? They look like us, awesome. they mostly, look like attractive They're people. mostly attractive oh, okay. people. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, shocker <laughs> that they f- thought the ratings might be better if we can you, get some attractive people. Can you imagine? But sometimes it's the girl picking from a bunch of, you know, all you, you, they start like. Waist down and then slowly like come up higher and they eliminates one just based on each round or each based on what's below the waist like oh we got four don't like the look of his <laughs> so if he's chilling thing, I mean, yeah like, it's like you're out like and then they'll show the rest of them that go, poor guy oh, is like ah
5: yeah,
0: the, the rest of them was pretty attractive guy I wish I had seen the top first but now you're out you're
6: eliminated I already got rid of you him. know I mean and, and that's unfair too because like. There's good days and there's bad days, and if they catch you on a bad day, you're like, "This is not indicative of what it normally is." You should see it in the morning on a Sunday,
0: you know. But it's the only day you're on TV, probably. So and you're hope on it's a TV. Good day.
6: You're on TV, so you're nervous. I mean, it's just not—it's <laughs> not a fair thing. Like, let, let me—I'll send you a picture when it's good. Like when it's like, "Hey, this is Yeah, one chance to make a this first impression." This is what it could be. This is what we're working with here. I can't even imagine. All right, take your clothes. And they just, and you're just standing there. (laughs) (laughs) You can't say anything. It's silence. It's silence until the end. So love is blind. I feel like my wife is so into it.
5: Yeah. And I feel like if I watch it, it,
6: I think that she'll want to make sex with me more if I can like engage in it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Give it a shot. Like if I'm like, oh my God, you're right. Dan is a real a-hole. You know what I mean? Because she's so into it.
7: So so into and it's it. it's like any of these reality dating shows where the production that goes into it the the teases yeah. like it, you're like well crap I got to see I'm what happens here now. now like I'm already, I'm invested now okay it's good I like
6: it Anthony says everyone on Love Is Blind this season season's like a four out of ten I did see one thing that happened two women both said they look
7: like Megan one, Fox one woman or something said, uh, she goes. She said that her celebrity look alike that people tell her is <laughs> Megan Fox and well, she said? I didn't I see. I saw
5: it. the side of side. I was like I, no I wasn't dude. Seeing it. Come
7: on. Come on. Like people tell me I look like Ryan Gosling. Yeah, exactly.
6: <laughs> I just people everywhere stop are You Bradley Cooper? Holy all right, I'm going to have to check it out. All right, we'll come back. Dirty, though. Though. We did get
0: some bird stories in our chat, uh, and then we've got oh, Sammy got Levitt's going to join us coming up as well. Final hour of Ben Woods on the way. Don't go away. San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. You are not going to believe about to blow what you are about <laughs> to see in just a moment here on our YouTube chat. It's Ben final hour here on 97.3 The Fan. Still waiting on... Mike Schultz, Sammy, is at the Peoria Sports Complex. Maybe some big happenings going on, more than likely. He's just been running behind the last couple of days. Busy you man, know, dude. He's a busy man. He's got a lot to do. He's detail-oriented, which means there's a lot to take
6: care of every single day. Wouldn't, uh, <laughs> if you you see the irony in that statement. I do, I do. <laughs> I was wondering if you caught it. Well,
0: sometimes people would say being on time is the biggest detail of them all. You know, it's my number
6: one bugaboo. <laughs>
0: But if you want to be thorough and get everything finished as well, sometimes you've got to take a little extra time on certain things.
7: So I, um, during the commercial break there, I just got a text message from somebody over at the P, uh, the Padres Spring Training Facility. This is pretty awesome. And so we, it's no surprise, if you were with us over the last three days, we brought out uh, a good handful of Ben and Woods t-shirts r- right off the merch store. We Gosh. bought them. Butter Soft. Butter Soft. Paid they for them great. ourselves. Jackson yeah. Merrill yeah. showed up to his interview in it. Very cool. Left it at his locker and he goes, oh, crap. Yeah, we literally back. have to buy our own merch. Correct. Yeah. And, um,
0: <laughs> we make
6: like $5 <laughs> on the money that we spent. So we spend like whatever
7: 25 to make 5. It's very good business. It's <laughs> yeah, very <that's> great. <laughs> you know, we gave one to Crony, we gave one to Manny. Yep. Uh, Sony, Joe, yep Joe goes, "Oh, I've been meaning to get one. Like you don't have to lie to us, but lied to me, lie to us." <laughs> uh, one right. person that we didn't have on the show, we mentioned him earlier. We didn't see him the first two days, and we saw him. He walked by yesterday when Manny was talking with us. Was you Darvish, and we've heard that you Darvish actually listens. We to have heard, He's a Tier one. We
6: have heard that he has listened to the show and he likes our show, which so, makes me very happy.
7: Unfortunately, by the time we went to go get him a T-shirt, the Padres clubhouse was closed, and as we reminded Woodsy many times, it's not fantasy camp. You can't, you can't just walk in, in there. there. I
5: did a few
6: times. By you Can't the way. do that. I did. You can't
0: do. Woods that. went in and stole a Gatorade when he was feeling. Nauseous yesterday. yesterday someone so. in the chat said, "Get you, some
6: electrolytes in you." I, I you owe the organization like a dollar and twenty nine or something. I go, "Paulie, go look and is there any?" He goes, "No, you're good." And so I walked in, I looked around, <laughs> I ran up. <laughs> it comes out fountain gatorade, like, a fountain gatorade, Yeah, it's yeah. fountain gatorade. And I look, had like sucked it. Probably down. less expensive that way. Probably, yeah. yeah, it's the powder or whatever. But <laughs> so uh, I did go Club in. There. House, I do apologize. Clubhouse was
7: closed, but I did grab a t shirt and I said to somebody that had access to the clubhouse, "Hey." I know the guys are on the field. Can you go put this in you, Darvish's locker, please? Mm -hmm. Like, we wanted to make sure that he got one. And uh, that was about 24 hours ago. Flash forward to now, the picture that I just received. If you're on YouTube, you're about to see it. How about you, Darvish, rocking the Ben and Woods? Oh, he looks good
0: in it. He looks very good in the uh, the Ben and Woods gear. That is awesome.
6: That's really cool. One One of our favorites. Thank you. Thank you, you.
0: That's really cool. Repping it. the Ben and Woods gear, he's done a world of good for the, uh, the pitching ninja gear, which he has often repped. But now he's Look got an that. ad- so alternative, dope,
6: dude. What That's a so what sick. a what a dream! That is so freaking cool, that, man. man. I love that. Love it. Um, that ah, makes me so happy. What is it's so surreal? <laughs> it's like <laughs> <It's so> weird. <laughs> it's so surreal. Anyway, all right. Uh, so our, never uh, take it you, for granted. Our YouTube
0: chat is filled with uh, celebrity lookalikes and birds right now.
6: I got a I got a great one. Uh guy DM me <laughs> Evan. Evan uh, me said, true story. I taught my mom's parrot to say, Wanna get high? I put a tape recorder on repeat for six hours while I was in high school. So, <laughs> Wanna get high? Wanna get high? Wanna get high? Maybe I'm coming around to the idea of getting a bird just to troll my wife
0: and Does kids? your dislike for birds overcome your like of bits? I you love bits. You know, I to love do the birds bits.
6: I wonder if I would get, like, way into it and start bringing them around on my shoulder because I've seen people out and about walking around with birds on their shoulder. Uh, man, if you guys uh, have any uh, cautionary tales, my wife really, you know, she really wants one and the kids would love it, uh, but I, I got to put my foot down somewhere, man. You know, I do. I It's just, I don't, they they scare me a little bit. They scare me a little bit. Uh, and also, like, I'd be afraid of it getting out. I'd also be afraid of the cats eating it. There's so much. And mostly, let's be honest, it's about the noise. I don't want any extra noise in my already noisy house. Excuse me. Um, so, there you go. I mean, we, uh, we've we had, so I'm trying to go back because
0: I saw a few more stories of bird owners who uh, had some cautionary tales of the past. One Taught his bird to to say his name, but then it was constant, like all day, all day long, all day long. And Mike, r- at some Mike, point, Mike, Mike, yeah, Mike, yeah, uh, Mike, Roberto says we had a parrot when I was a kid. I got yelled at all the time. To- oh, I got yelled at all the time, but the parrot heard my name so much. After a while, it yelled it all day
6: long as well. <laughs> what a nightmare,
0: Roberto. Roberto Cleaneray Roberto, Roberto Roberto like you,
6: Roberto, I think, Roberto I think it would scare Roberto. the crap out of me after a while but no I just I can't hap- it can't happen man I got to put my I would do another cat I would do another dog no reptiles no turtles no gerbils no uh any sort of rodents of any kind I got to I got to make some sort of of hardline stance on this Did you got you never you guys, you, what pets did you have growing up? We never had a pet. I never had a pet growing up till I went out on my own. Never. Not a cat, not a dog, not a bird, not a snake, not a uh, jerk. Never. My, my parents
7: both are don't like cats or dogs. I had a dog, and then for, like, less than a week, I had a turtle. Okay, I had a turtle. Dang yeah. You had a turtle. What was his name?
6: Yurtle. Yertle the turtle? Yeah. <laughs> did you not read that book? No, I didn't. I never heard of that. You haven't heard of Yertle the Turtle? No. So you stole the name from from a book, children's a book. book. Okay. Yeah,
0: I never heard of that. Yertle the Turtle. <laughs> Everyone's heard of Yertle the Turtle. I swear,
6: I've not heard of Yertle the Turtle. Um, you had it? How long did you have it for?
0: Uh, not long. Dude, it you had got some sort of disease and died. <laughs> <laughs> Reptiles are harder to keep track, keep healthy. I think. Yeah. You can't really touch them. Can you not?
6: Well, I think that.
0: They You're don't do well with to.
6: human, like, bacteria oh, and germs. We also have a fish, so we have, we have many. Yeah. Ha- ha- sung Swim. We have many, many pets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> ha- 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 sung Swim. Yeah. I mean, that told, me I told
6: you swim. that. You ha- didn't ha- know sung that? Hatsung Swim, no. Ha- 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 sung swim. I yeah. don't think I ever got the ha- yeah. Sung Swim. One <laughs> of our tier ones named it. <laughs> Yeah, the Jeff said the turtle died from listening to your shtick. <laughs> your bad your bad jokes, you laughing after your jokes. The turtle's like, I'm done, I'm out. We had a couple of dogs that
0: ran away and I only found out recently that were eaten by coyotes, unfortunately, because we lived in Olivenhain growing up, which is it's coyote central, coyote central, especially back in the day before there was even that much development. It was the country. We were essentially this close to being like farmland. We had had
6: uh, citrus trees. We had an orchard. It was we were almost on a farm. My wife grew up there, too, and likes to say that she grew up in the country. Clearly, you two have never been to the country. If you think a Alvinheim is no, the country nowadays, it's trust not. Trust me. But trust, well
0: also trust me. When I was little, there
6: might it have been kind some, of was the there country. might have been some trees and stuff no, around. No, but you've never was, been to the country till you've been to the, East Texas. The
0: road connecting. Encinitas to San Marcos was a dirt road <laughs> it at that time. Matter. It was you a dirt road.
6: The fact that it's
0: Encinitas means it's, now, it's not the country. It's now six <laughs> lanes to get from you know Encinitas to San Jose Hills. My, I mean, it was a dirt
6: look at road. Her. She's back in the then. chat. We lived on a dirt road, dude. She just <laughs> said, "So what? It's not the country. It's Encinitas." Lone Jack, dirt roads out there. How many the time. square feet were your, Was your house nine thousand? That's not the country. You don't. You do yeah, not live in the country.
0: Farmhouses in the country. Give me farmhouses are gigantic, and then there's barns that are even bigger. What are you talking about? There's <sighs> plenty of square acreage it's in the not, country.
6: That is not country. Just and just because my wife had animals doesn't mean you're a farmer.
0: I've seen. I saw the the ranch, the <sighs> the 10 News ranch
6: that Lauren and Carol. It was the farm. It was crazy. essentially a it farm. Drives me bananas. Bananas. <sighs> mm, 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 mm. That's not the country.
0: Now yeah. it isn't. Now it's not. Now it's the it's full on suburbs. Back then it was it was pretty country.
5: It's it's not. not.
0: I had to pick the fruit trees and
6: the avocado trees when I was little. That's a luxury. That's a, that's that's fantastic. It wasn't. You didn't have to do it to survive for your heart. <laughs> that's the I
0: country. I <laughs> sell avocados. I told you out on the street to Mexican food restaurants. So they, I mean, they love you know five avocados <laughs> for a dollar was a great deal even back then. <laughs>
6: Michael says, Oh, multi million dollar homes. Should I get you a spittoon? <laughs> it's not country. I think we had a spittoon. It was more of a decorative spittoon, but
0: I'm pretty sure we had one it's in our not house. The
6: country, for the love of God. That's like will... one
0: of those big gold, like.
6: Pots, I know what it right? is. I will... I mean, that's, I'm, trying, I'm asking what it is, I what it looks like. will die on this hill. I will die on it. I will. I, we, we argue about it all the time. <laughs> well, we grew up on a farm. You didn't. You did not grow <laughs> up on a farm. Okay.
11: You, you might have, have had animals.
7: Barnyard and stuff? animals? No, it was no built in the colonial days. You <laughs> had a lot of pets. So. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> no, our house was built in 1977. Like, tell me about it your was, cat milking days. It wasn't
6: colonial, but. <laughs> oh, it's so good, dude. Oh, it's fantastic. All right, so what's next for us? We were waiting for uh, Sammy Levitt to get finished. With Mike Schilt, who's talking, we may just end up catching up with Sammy tomorrow. Okay, that's fine. Heather <laughs> says I'm wrong on this. I'm really not. I'm I'm from Texas. I know what the country is. hein Hein. Alivenhain is and <laughs> is German. Is not the country German for olive grove is is. Hannah points out.
0: It is not country. We got the meeting hall. We did the Beer and Brat Festival every year to honor our German
6: ancestors. Can I be honest? You guys were co- You were cosplaying living in the country. That's what you were doing. <laughs> it's exactly what you are doing. I can buy boots and a cowboy hat and call it. myself there a cowboy. There was a touch of that. Yes, sure. I'm not a cowboy. You're not a cowboy. You're not a farmer or a rancher. You cosplay farmers and ranchers. That's what they did. That's what her dad did. That's what she did. That's what, did. That's what they did. It's a cosplay. It's like, hey, this is fun. It's not the country. It's not. It's country adjacent. It's (laughs) fine. It's (laughs) country adjacent.
7: Clowns.
0: Oh man! All right, let's. Uh, can we just take a timeout here, Paul? Oh, let's take a timeout. Uh, we've got another Tier One tour stop coming up here. We're going to switch over to the American League Central. Take a look at the Cleveland Guardians for a couple of minutes. Uh, Adam is supposed to come in and discuss our expenses from the, the trip world as world. well. We just decided I let's do wait. that. Let's do that on the air, just so there's no confusion. If there's ever any disputes, disputes, we can go to the uh, disputes. Disputes. We can go to the YouTube <laughs> chat, and we can have our Tier Ones decide on what sounds fair. And not fair from our charges in Peoria over the last three days. So we'll get There's that. There's only the one I'm worried about, and I
6: need you to explain it to him because I can't do it. Me and him will be getting a fist fair fight. Fair enough.
0: All coming up with and Woods. We'll check traffic. Be back with more here on 97 Through the Fan. Don't go away. We're very divisive on this show. We have now divided San Diego on what is country and what is not country. I mean,. Poway, East County, North County, it's uh, its a real thing out there. It's Ben Woods here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, Mike Schilt, has he wrapped up now? He, is, uh, he has finished his daily conversation with the media. So let's go out to the Peoria Sports. We're in person with him the last three days. He now joins us. All of his coverage brought to you by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers Association. We make it easy. It is Sam Levitt here on 97.3 The Fan. Sammy, good morning.
10: Good morning. Hope you guys had a nice drive back to uh, San Diego from Arizona. I'm missing you here already. Miss you too, Sammy. It was so,
0: restive for two of us. Yeah.
10: <laughs> <laughs> ben and I got our rest.
6: MV Paul over there uh, drove us all the way in. Thank thank God for him.
7: Sammy, um, have you seen you Darvish this morning?
10: Oh, did you see you? Have- have I seen you, Darvish, this morning? I did inside the clubhouse. Why? He's repping a, a Ben and Wood shirt
6: today, a very surreal moment for us. Very, is, very he? Cool. Yeah, very, is he? Yeah. Is
10: he? Very cool. I Now, hold on a second, because I saw him earlier, <laughs> and yep. he was not wearing a Ben and Wood shirt. Well, maybe
0: shirt. he hadn't put it on yet, but he has it on now. He's got it on now.
10: Now, I, I... That's not Photoshopped, I promise It's what, What's interesting about this is that now I'm thinking... In 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 jogging my memory, I think I saw a Ben and Wood shirt on his chair this morning, yeah. and it didn't click to me. I didn't, you know. There's so much Ben and Woods merchandise being passed around right now that it didn't even <laughs> it didn't even affect me. I didn't even kind of look twice at it. But now that I think about it. I think there was a Ben and Wood shirt on his chair this morning. Yeah, we're no dummies. But he was not wearing it yet. So how about that? Very cool.
6: Very, very cool. A really weird, surreal moment. Uh, you is, is awesome. And, uh, so let's talk about today's game. Uh, listen, spring training, you know, you want to, we want to blow things up a, a little bit more than we should, but I don't, I think it's fair to say this is a pretty big start for, uh, Pedro Avila today.
10: Yeah, I I think that would be accurate for a couple of reasons. Number one, his first one was not very good, uh, at least by the results. And we know with spring training that you have to take everything with a grain of salt and guys are working on stuff. But we also know that with somebody like Pedro Avila, the results are important because he's battling for a spot, and that's why – This second start is really important for him. You would like to see him be more effective because he is battling for either a spot in the rotation or certainly could be a spot in this bullpen as well. So again, you don't want to make too much out of spring training stats. I think we all understand that, but there are scenarios where they do matter and it would appear that this would be one of them. And on top of that, the reality is this guy's, they leave for Korea in less than two weeks. So it is getting late very quickly here Here in the Padres Cactus League season. Obviously, as far as a starter spot, they don't necessarily have to uh, decide anything by the time they leave for Korea. But the opportunity to pitch in Cactus League games and throw every five days uh, in, in real competitive games, that would seemingly start to dwindle once the Cactus League for the Padres is over. So for all those reasons, yes, a big start for Pedro Antula, and we'll see how he does.
0: See, I mean, it feels like the Brett Sullivan momentum is real, and maybe that's a little bit just because we talked to him and we we enjoyed having him on, but he goes out and has a big game yesterday. Did uh, Mike Schultz discuss kind of the the various options that, that are in place for Brett Sullivan?
10: Yeah, yesterday after the game, he didn't necessarily discuss the options. I mean, he has talked about it before, that obviously it's a it's a good thing with Brett Sullivan, his ability to potentially play in other spots, and as you guys talked to him, I think about yesterday he he came up you know as, as somebody who could play different spots and not a full time catcher so look yesterday, step in the right direction, I mean he had a hard hit triple into the right field corner, and he had had a hard hit home run, a two run shot uh, over the right field fence and and there's no doubt that having those moments. Uh, is important for him. So I think it is definitely on the radar right now, the idea that this team could could carry three catchers, the idea that Brett Sullivan could contribute as somebody who could play in some different spots if he can hang there defensively. And, of course, you look at the roster, you look at the lineup, the fact that he's a left-handed bat has to play some part of that as well. So uh, definitely yesterday a good day for Brett Sullivan. And, uh, yeah, apparently you go on Ben and Wood's. You have a good day at the plate. So hopefully, uh, a sign for others uh, to join. Yeah, I'd like
6: to, I'd like to keep that trend going. Uh, certainly, talking to our pal Spring Training, Sammy uh, had a great time. Uh, sunscreen, Sammy, as well. Thank you for hooking us up with sunscreen out there uh, because we were very unprepared. We were very unprepared this uh, this year. We we have learned our lesson, uh, Sammy. What else did uh, did the skipper have to say in his uh, daily press conference today?
10: Yeah, a few notes to get to here. Tim LaCastro inside the clubhouse today. The plan, uh, for him continues to be, sounds like he'll play tomorrow in a Cactus League game. Wait, what, what's today? Is today Thursday? Today's, Today's Thursday. Thursday. Right. Okay. Yes. Tomorrow, tomorrow in a Cactus League game. Uh, he'll work out today. He took some live ABs and look, uh, one thing I asked Mike Schultz about was, Somebody like Lecastro, who you would imagine has a, a decent chance of making this team with the way the roster looks right now, um, ha, you know how do you balance getting him sort of up to speed as far as at bats as far as playing time with with uh, you know the other guys and the fact that you have a lot of guys in that outfield right now that you need to get innings out there, right? And um, look, they're going to continue to try to balance it the best they can, but Lecastro, it does sound like will play in a game tomorrow. Uh, uh is a go today on the mound so he'll make his Padres Cactus League debut um, you know Mike Schultz talked a little bit about you know the process of, of him getting here joining the organization getting acclimated noted and, and I have to look this up exactly but you know noted that he pitched deeper into his season Uh, than anybody else. So it's just been, you know, and I think I've talked to you guys about this before, sort of a ramp-up process for Go to get him ready to pitch in a Cactus League game, but he will be on the mound today against the A's in Mesa. Uh, Also, a couple of other notes. I don't know if you guys mentioned this at all. It does seem, based on a tweet, like Luis Patino is on his way, so he may be arriving sooner rather than later, which would be a good thing. Um, You know, not really clear on you know, how he would potentially be affected with the fact that he he just hasn't been here yet. And obviously they leave in two weeks. Um, But on top of that, you have a a pretty crowded bullpen right now, but uh, that should be notable when he arrives, obviously. And uh, that was about it. I mean, some, you know, some talk about Jacob Marcy and, and Graham Pauly. And one thing I asked Mike Schultz about today, and I think it's important to note once again, with Pauly starting at first base today is, is how, much of a factor will that play into somebody like Paulie's ability to make this roster? Because as as we've noted, he's never played first base in college, didn't play there at all in the minor leagues. But I think by my count, this is the third start he's made at first base. So I did ask how much of a factor, if he can handle himself over there, will that be in uh, his ability to make a roster potentially? And look, I, I think, him being versatile is is clearly a benefit to him. And that would give him some, some added value um, along with the fact that he's, you know, a bit of an advanced college hitter and he's a left-handed bat. So uh, I continue to monitor that Paulie at first base situation because you look at the options aside from Jay Cronenworth and uh, they're just, they're really not there, you know? So, the idea that they keep putting Paulie there and they're really trying to get him reps there, to me, it says something, and I think it's something to continue to monitor, and he's back there today.
0: Hey, Sammy, spring training. Uh, Sammy, I absolve you from having to go to uh, Mesa and the A's game today with that lineup. We'll get a report from Jesse maybe on the uh, the webcast later today, but why don't you take the afternoon <laughs> off?
10: Yes. Do that. Well, in fact, in fact, I am Good. not going. Um, I'm not going now. I would usually go, but I'm not going for uh for two reasons number 1 i've got something scheduled at noon here to record so that kind of takes me out of making the long trip to get there late to the game and my dad's in town no yeah, oh, so. we, we missed go. we missed yeah. mr levin so, uh, yeah so good reason not to uh not to go today, um, but yes, uh, I'm not going today, so I'm going to skip this one. We should, we
6: should bring our dads next year. Oh, my God, my dad
0: would love Gary, it. Gary, Steve, love have it. them both come oh, by. I mean, the Prellers, it. the Mr. and Mrs. Preller were there. Yep. They were on a couple bring of times. Your dad? <laughs> you don't have a dad. <laughs> Remember, you don't have a dad, Paul. <sighs> Thanks, Sammy. All right, see you guys. Sammy just rubbing it in to Paul again. Just rubbing it in. Hey, Paulie, guess
6: what? My dad's here. You'll never know what that's like. (laughs) Jesus, God. It makes me so uncomfortable when he does that. It kills me. Can you just fire up the tier one tour
0: bus for a minute or two? Are we doing this again? Yeah, we're doing it again. All right. We're fully caught up after this.
5: (laughs) Oh,
6: It's the Cleveland Guardian. We're switching over to the Guardian, (laughs) Paul. So, tune, I had a <laughs> tune out for Just this. Tune out for this segment. Uh, we
0: switch over God. from the National League Central. We did the Pirates earlier to a team that also went seventy six and eighty six last year. They finished third in the American League Central. They also play in a eminently winnable division. But uh, the Guardians, who were a team that were perennial playoff <coughs> contenders and participants, seem to have taken a, a bit of a step back. And when you look at what is uh, projected as their opening day lineup and roster it's not filled with the level of talent that they used to have on this team anymore
6: in my opinion it Lawrence. is we watched them the other day at spring training and uh they're 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 pr- a fairly boring, boring team. Now you got Shane Bieber at the top of the rotation. You got Tristan McKenzie is interesting. Uh, old friend Logan Allen. No, is he? The, it's not the Logan Allen.
0: It's the other Logan Allen. Allen. I believe, that yeah. guy was
6: a catcher. I think
0: he also we sent to the Guardians, but then they to just confuse everyone, they,
6: they replaced him with Logan, Logan Allen,
0: Allen with a
6: substitute Logan Allen. Emmanuel Clase is their closer. He is really he good. He is really good. Now they got Scott Barlow uh, in a trade from the San Diego Padres. He's going to be. their their setup man uh, type situation. They've got decent-ish pitching, which could keep them in it, Ben. But the the lineup, yeah, you look at it and just go, I I don't know where they're going to get the production from other than the great Jose Ramirez, the great, great Jose Ramirez. They have
0: a star. They
6: have a bona
0: fide superstar in the middle of their lineup. Uh, just not a ton of depth beyond that. I mean, they need spent manage $4 million on a backup catcher who can't hit. And Austin and Hedges, Hedges, To bring yes. him back. Uh, and Austin Hedges will, will serve in that role for them this season. But, yeah, I mean, to me this looks like a, another sub-500 season yeah. uh, for the Cleveland Guardians. The only hope being is that they play in such a... A down division that if they do have you know win a bunch of close games and hover around five hundred they could actually stay in a in a division race a little bit later in the year but don't think that's in the cards for the Guardians this year.
6: Yep. Yeah, same. I, I I don't expect much from them um, and I do expect there to be some moves uh, probably at mid season for you know I mean Beaver is a guy that was on the block I guess this year uh, in the off season so we'll see we'll see if anybody actually makes it through uh, the entire season some of the guys. Klaus uh, it was another guy that, that was mentioned as potentially on the board. I mean, he's going to help some team. Um, the, the rotation actually looks fairly decent, but we'll see.
0: This hour, Ben Woods is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Adam is pacing back and forth on his phone. I don't know if he's Cannot like talking with sign. he's with corporate, M- corporate like on a on a strategy here. They're going to hey, they're going to I mean, pin me been like
7: fifteen minutes. They're going to pin me down one. on
0: their expenses. What do I say? What do I do what 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 can I authorize? What can't I? Yeah. Uh, we will discuss what we spent at spring training over the last three days, including Woods's major, nearly $1,000 charge. It's come down a little bit. It's come down. Okay, that's good. Yep. Uh, coming up next with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fam.
5: Children nice.
6: Yeah, we were pulling
0: out of uh, CBS
6: <laughs> the other day, and uh, Tiffany, I think we're alone now, came on, the Sirius XM, and Ben goes, ooh, nice. <laughs> Just like that, like, uh, like he was so happy. To hear. It made us laugh. I so was genuinely hard. happy. I know you were. Think, think you we're it's alone. Nostalgia. It's your youth. You know. What were you? Th- what does it? What memories it bring back? Staying home, sitting home, watching, t- reading TV guide. I have no. Listening. It just you go.
7: Ooh, nice. Ooh, nice. A song <laughs> that
0: makes me, me. happy. It Isn't laid, that what good l- music does? It, it makes does me happy. It laid. You me. like songs no. that make you no. sad and reflective and introspective. <laughs> I mostly like songs <laughs> that make me happy. Happy guy. There it this. is. Look at it. All right. Nothing, no one ever gets happy discussing expenses. Especially at Adam one, Kluge. Holy usually this cow. is something that happens, you know, behind the scenes after the show. But we thought, let's bring the process well, out into the open so there's no
6: confusion or recrimination. So the reason I did it, it was my idea, because I... I All right, go to traffic for Christ's sake. Go ahead. (laughs) Thank you for that lovely toss. All right, so I'm not too worried about the regular expenses, right? The, the, The lunches or whatever. What I'm I'm really sixty one sixty one for gas at Loves in
0: Gila Bend, Arizona. That's going to get seems like a no brainer, right,
9: Adam? It's going to get
6: pushed. Adam Klug is
9: here. Hi guys, you're the
0: first in the chain of expense approvals at Odyssey.
9: Yeah. Before we get into expenses, can I just say, awesome job, Adam Kluge. Thank you. Thank you. We had a lot of fun. He's
0: bread meat
7: breading us. He is bread meat breading us. And
0: I get it. We're not Apple. This company is not made of money, so I understand that. I may have heard something about that. Being responsible (laughs) with our our finances as we emerge from, uh, you know, all those chapters after ten, whatever it is, eleven. We're good now, but you want to be careful with the funds so we don't get into, uh, you know, trouble again in the future. Correct. So I understand that. Uh, as do I. Is well, the big boss Michael in the chat right now? He, he might be. I would I expect him to be at this point. He's monitoring everything. He's like the next level of approval. Then there's another level of approval. I mean, they are really careful when it comes to these expenses. <laughs> but but you're company. right. Yes,
9: I'm the first I'm the first person to approve it. And then
6: the first line the of defense. It's the fine-tooth comb that uh, concerns me. All right. Shall we go through some simple Ones. No, because oh, we know I, what the I, simple ones are. Well, I've got a list well, here. I've got some notes here. Okay. I've and, got one question and uh, one question only. Go for it. And what I said to Ben. So, the big story when we were out at spring training, other than the fact that, just for the I record, going. we almost died on the way. Where going That's with a true this? story. So... We get to the Airbnb. In case you missed this story, we get to the Airbnb and we we <laughs> walk in. And there's laundry, the sheets, the towels. The cleaning crew just never showed on the day we were supposed to check in. So immediately, my first thought it's was uh, eight o'clock at night. Eight o'clock at night. So I'm I'm. By the way, we push that back an hour every time we tell the story. I think it was seven when we told it the first time. It's eight I can't now.
9: Believe you guys got there at
6: one o'clock in the. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. So my first thought when we got there was, oh man. Well. We're here, so I'm, I put a load of of laundry in, and so we just have to grind through this.
0: And he does the short cycle, and he goes, "It's just going to be forty five minutes just to wash, just the to wash. first set." And there is going to we're going to have to wash at least all three loads, and it's probably two for each bed because yep. there is the you know the sheets and the comforter and, and the towels they don't all fit in the towel. So we're looking at five or six loads of laundry, which. Is 45 minutes per wash, and then usually almost an hour for the drive. At least. Like, okay, By the time is... it'd be
9: ready, ready, it'd be time for the
0: show. show yeah, exactly. arrive, it's going to be all, it's exactly. gonna be all night. It's going to be
7: all night. So you're on board with us pulling the plug. We had to go get a hotel. We had, Absolutely. You guys did the right thing. You okay. guys did what I would have done. Okay. So we pulled the plug.
6: Michael. I mean, yeah, Michael's not too happy about it. So here's what we <laughs> did. We went to... So that, that number I gave you guys originally, a grand, about a grand, has come down because what I didn't realize, they charge us $50 a person for deposit, which I got back. So for each room is $258.47. When we called the owner of the Airbnb, Don, and we said, Don, Ron, Ron. God, I keep calling him Don, Ron, this is what happened in the car. He was like, oh, I told guys, do what you have to do. I'll get the room. And I'll refund you a half day on the Airbnb. And we're like, all right, whatever. We're half we're, day. We're tired, whatever. <laughs> so we go and we check in the hotel again, two fifty-eight forty-seven times three. I put it on my, my card. It's right here so you can see it. And uh and then we went to bed, got up, went and did the show, and then went to the Airbnb and everything was was reasonably fine after that. So then Paulie goes, Hey man, I'm just gonna give you his number. And so I text him, I
7: said, Hey man. Because this, the Airbnb was booked with Adam's corporate card. Right. The hotel was booked on your personal card. So I said, I don't need to be a part Probably of this wants reimbursement.
6: Of yep. So he said in a text back to me, yeah, yeah, I refunded a full day of the Airbnb, which was about what, 288? Yeah. So 288 he said he would cover. Thought that was fair. Barely more than one of the hotel rooms.
0: That was a good deal that we were getting at that That's Airbnb. That's right, why we were in the Airbnb yeah. in the first place yeah. instead of three yeah. three rooms.
9: rooms which exactly. is,
6: it, it, it gets very pricey with, with three separate rooms.
9: Which you guys are doing us a favor by staying in the lavish Airbnb with the pool and the putting green. And the, the lavish Airbnb. The that
6: had, one
0: that had, that the, had the, a, uh, a, code a, a code violation on the door <laughs> when we got there because they haven't been maintained up to the neighborhood's would have to be incredibly low standards <laughs> to begin with in that neighborhood. I guess it turns out it isn't so easy to pick an Airbnb I mean, after all. The
9: crack houses were mad at our house yeah. for, like, dragging down property values. Yes. I-, I feel vindicated <laughs> from all the years and years ago when I picked a bad place for you guys. Well, that was just far.
6: It was just far and dumpy. Uh,
9: well, so you anyway. Know, it's not that easy.
6: So here's the deal. He's going to cover that day. So you got... Will you explain it to him so he doesn't yell at me? All right. So, yeah, you've uh, you've saved 288 off the top that were
0: already going to be part of the expenses that we already knew about I've going saved, in, right? It's coming out of my pocket. Well, part, right? Odyssey has saved that. Okay. So that 288 that was going to be paid goes to woods now to offset some of the hotel expenses.
6: How, you know, though.
0: Just as by, by approving by your approving. expenses right. as as much as we can here. Also, what Don sends, has he sent anything yet?
9: No, he's not sending it to me directly. He already handled it through Airbnb. It's, it, I was told it was supposed to go back on the card that the place was booked on, so yeah. it goes back to me. It'll my, go my back card. on your
0: card. That's sorry. one day, though. But what about the hotel room?
9: That's what I'm asking.
0: Is he going to send no. you a check? Nope. Is he going no, to he, send you more of a refund? That
9: covered the, the one day. No, see, no, that I
0: think that's I, need
5: a, I
9: think I need to have a little conversation with Ron. You guys want to talk Don, to me Don. about... Don. 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 Ron, so that was Ron. Don. Oh, it's Ron. I All was right. right. You okay. guys wanted to have a talk with me about expenses. We should get
7: Ron on the phone right now and hash this out with him.
6: He sounded very nice. Is, is part of the problem? He wasn't so nice in the text messages. He was he a little gave curt. Us
7: the two eighty eight back for the night. We didn't stay there. We shouldn't have to pay for it. That's Correct. So that goes square. back to he. Honesty. But you also
9: need a place to but stay. We can't
0: get a place to stay for two eighty eight at that. Correct. Point. He has left us in a lurch.
7: He made it sound like he was generously offering to pay for the hotel room.
6: So what I'm asking you, can and I expense these hotel rooms? No, Ron's going to have to pay us back. <laughs> well, why should, should I, I have to eat it? No. Why should I have to eat That's This is the problem. Well, why should Odyssey have it? Why can, should I? Because I was on Woods, Odyssey business. Can Woods use
7: our legal team of attorneys at yes, Odyssey to go I after I knew I was gonna Ron? Get We've got an over. army. I knew. Is he legally liable for that hotel? No, stay? But, he,
9: but he risks a very, very poor you know, rating on yet. Airbnb. And he's what not kind of value is it.
6: that? He's not going to cover it. Ron's not going to cover it. Well,
9: he, he this could be one of those things where he's trying to save a couple of pennies and it's going to hurt him in the future with a really negative rating. What, People aren't going to stay to his is place. Is there
0: anyone who thinks that the three of us should have shared one room at no. the Hampton Inn?
6: Michael, that's it.
0: He's <laughs> the that only one. That would have <laughs> been about the equivalent of the Airbnb. Room,
6: so I a little cot for Paul. Yeah,
0: I don't know that that really was going to fly with any of us. We're adults now, and I can't, I can't do roommates. But on no, the road.
6: God, no, no chance. It, so, so I can't submit these Hampton Inn receipts. Submit them to Ron.
9: <laughs> what if he says I'm not paying? Uh, I, I'll have a conversation with Michael. Is there a,
0: is there a middle ground Let me ask you where would you do where Woods shoes? and I, I pay for it. Woods and I pay for some of it and the company no, pays for stop. some? Of it.
6: No, stop! No, stop!
0: Well, I don't want you to have to pay for all of it. Scab, this. scab! I don't want you to have to pay for all of it. There was no. I could have been my car just as easily.
6: Can I,
9: can, you took the bull by the horns a question and went about in. If this was ever considered, we have another employee in Peoria with an Airbnb. It was did not considered. You, did you consider going to Sammy Lev's place? No, because I'm not going to sleep on the couch. One as a night, grown man. No. I have a show to do. What about Tony Gwynn Jr.? Oh my God! <laughs> we could have split up. One of us with Tony. I should have called him. Machado,
7: Machado and stayed at his Airbnb. We got Manny. Army there.
9: You tell me, no, no, Joe wouldn't have put you up. You guys are like besties. Hey, Joe's on Paul. his door
7: <laughs> at the late at night, and it was nine o'clock. And you, you get treated get ready to pitch Schilt to tomorrow. dinner. You couldn't
9: go stay with Schilt for one night.
7: I know you're not. I got got a bone to pick with Mike Schilt. I know two beef with
0: broccolis for twenty dollars. I got a bone to pick with Mike Schilt. Thirteen.
9: Did he know before he ordered? That we were paying for it? Yeah. Yes. So, that, you know, it's like, oh, I'll have the lobster. I mean, he didn't get the A lobster. sushi roll in addition to he the Chinese He got the $13 roll.
0: California so, roll and the $20 beef with broccoli. He did spend more than the rest of us. Here's what I here's what I want to hear. We wanted
9: him to feel
6: comfortable. Here's what I want to hear. Oh, I don't care. Hot about tea, by the way? Yeah, our throats were
0: hurting. We had some cough
5: and
6: throat issues. I had a refill was, on my yeah. diet so coke. So here's yeah, Polly, here's what I, I want the, to hear. You stop. You go stop brown rice shut stew? up. Everyone shut up. This is what I want to hear. You guys crushed it. I got it. I'll go chase the money. That's what I want to hear. You guys crushed it. I'll go chase the money. Yes. That's what so Thank I you. can expense
9: it. Of course you can. Yes. You were messing with me? You, what, you weren't messing with me? No. <sighs> Not <Okay>. at all. <laughs> Are you serious? I can't expense it? I, I said, someone, someone hit me up on Twitter and said you should you know approve the expense or whatever. And what did I reply? Because uh, I know you like the, the post. Yeah. I always do.
6: He always does. He always does. But then he'll call me later. Hey, hey, guys. guys. <laughs> you can't imitate yourself. <laughs> That's me doing Woods doing Just me. Just say, hey, guys.
9: <laughs> all right, But you there is something on the expense report. That you didn't... For T- who? This is from Paul's okay. expense oh, report. Uh, all right, twenty <laughs> 2404 from CVS. I all knew he, said, he asked oh, about that. He asked on. about that. All it, I said, asked, all it said on my expense report is general utilities.
7: I didn't know what to put. All well, it what said what was, was it? Waters and cough drops.
0: Essential equipment for radio hosts. I would say, there, especially can, ones with can coughs. We, can we
9: can we address the elephant in the room? There is actually, I said I always approve. There's one thing. There's one thing I would not have approved if you guys went out. Watered. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys Liquor. went out, if you guys went out and bought a tent. I would not have avoided Yeah, you told because to you break. told us to say you it. take it. Did. the tent. He he did. Did. We, we, did. We I told we you to take the tent. We knew you were right. You were right. We were wrong. We all week to say, you, I told you
0: so. You uh, were right. We were wrong. We suffered. I suffered and so and much. That that was I would have been so, made so right. suffer.
9: hell. I was
0: like, we should have brought the tent out of the hotel room. Right. hotel
9: room, pay for my chilled sushi. If you had gone and gotten a tent, I would not have paid for this it. He, you were right.
0: Wow. You were absolutely right. All right, good. and we said that even not to your face. We both at sitting out there on the third day at the Pure Sports Club. We were just looking at each other. He goes, "He was right. He right was right. He was right, and we, we were wrong." A floppy hat
6: from Joe. We, we should come have on. Probably, probably has like a dozen of your them. Your wife wants to know what else did you buy at CBS? What does that mean? What did she think you bought? I don't know. Lube or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your, your Sprite was
0: $4 at P.F. Chang's? Is now. that right? Is that, what,
9: is that the going is ex- rate
0: for ex- sodas now? To
9: sodas at a restaurant.
6: Yeah. Let me Pour tell it you. Off. Yes. Mike
0: Schilt drank nothing but water. That's $0.00 and 0 That's zero dollars and zero
6: cents. Somebody said this was like Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> so you think the audience are a bunch of hoes? <laughs> 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 All right. So do you want Don? Ron. Or you want
7: Ron's number? For the love of God. <laughs>
6: Ron. I'm going to turn Adam loose on him, dude. The guy's not going to know what hit him. He's, turn, turn so the, the audience are a bunch of hope. <laughs> he's not going to know what hit him when Adam calls him. I'm, I'm extricating myself. Hey, Ron. Hey. <laughs> Hey
7: Ron, <laughs> did you or did you not say? <laughs> somebody asked him in the chat. Did he put it in a text message? He did not. It was on the phone. We were driving yeah, to it was the was ver- Verbal. And we called him, or he called us, and he was on speakerphone. And he said, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna credit you guys for the night uh, on the Airbnb, and then I want to pick up the bill for the hotel room." He said room. He said room. Room singular. <laughs> Knowing that we were getting three rooms, plural. Just a
0: quick clarification, by the way Stevie G's Five Town Special <laughs> and Frank's Foul Ball are menu
9: items at the deli uh-huh. that we took Sammy to. By the way. How was there no return trip to see Delilah and see if she remembers Ben? Because that, that would have been all business, man. That was It was a uh, business trip. That's what I was hoping for, for Ben to expect her to remember him. We were all business. We had dinner trip. with Schilt.
0: I had TV that I did. We were very busy, all working on the company dime we the really entire did. time. We, we wanted, really did. We wanted to justify all these expenses. That's exactly With right. good content, great interviews,
6: and I think we delivered. Michael, I'm sorry. I will, we, we, you know, It was not out of our control. Just <laughs>
9: file could, for bankruptcy again, James. It, it was not <laughs> It was out of our control. We could have taken Sammy Lev Jr. to meet Delilah. That's true.
6: That's true. Sammy's
9: a... Thank you, a Adam. Good, you are a good boss. You are a good man.
6: And we appreciate you. I was you. very worried. I
9: can't believe he's messing with
6: me the whole time. <laughs> that was great. Like, why I should I I didn't know have? that. What I was I've been able to get Not, you. you. I thought me. he was, I was serious like, oh, no. this time. I thought he was serious, too. Off the air, he's going to like, yeah, by the way, don't do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to look like the good guy. You're the, the best. You're the best, truly. All, all right, I right, uh, hope we
6: delivered for you. Annie and
0: Elston are coming up next. <laughs> we will be back Friday show tomorrow, wrapping up what has been a fantastic week for Adam Kluk, for Paul Reindl, and Stephen Woods. I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great rest of your Thursday. From all of us here at San Diego's number 1 sports station, 97.3 The Fan, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning.